0: Hey everybody, welcome to a brand new MMA Roasted Podcast. It's me, Adam Hunter. Football fans, the season has only begun, but it already feels like the playoffs at DraftKings.com. America's favorite one-week fantasy football site, where millionaires are being crowned all season long. One-week fantasy at DraftKings means no season-long commitments. It's fantasy football on demand. Play where you want, when you want, with the players you want. And with a million bucks up for grabs every week, every game is the big game, and every play matters. So first and ten in the first quarter feels like fourth and goal with one second left. And a long touchdown run can be more than just a victory for your favorite team. It can mean you just turn your love of football into a million-dollar play. This isn't fantasy as usual. This is DraftKings. Welcome to the big time. So hurry to DraftKings.com now and use promo code Roasted to play for free for a shot at $1 million in this week's Millionaire Maker event. Enter Roasted for free entry now, only at DraftKings.com. DraftKings.com, that's DraftKings.com. Also, I know we've been talking about driving with Uber a bunch recently, but I really can't stress enough of how great an opportunity this is. If you're stuck in a 9-to-5, if you're looking for a job in between your school schedule, Or if you just like to make some extra cash, driving with Uber is for you. If you have a car and a license, you are ready to start making thousands of dollars every month. And when you drive with Uber, you are your own boss. That means you decide who to pick up, where to drive, and when to work. Call to action. Your riders are waiting. The Uber smartphone app connects you with friendly riders who need a reliable way from A to B. The fare is automatically charged to their credit card. No cash, no hassle. What are you waiting for? Start driving with Uber today. Start making money today. Sign up to drivewithuber.com. That's drivewithuber.com. Drivewithuber.com. Also, I got to thank my man, Sean, at American Icon Autographs. Their website is com. They have the best sports and celebrity memorabilia and events. Sign collectibles from the UFC, WWE, Baseball, football, movies, and everything else in between. Their past signings have included Mike Tyson, Cheech and Chong, Hendo, Burt Reynolds, Hoyce Gracie, Ernie Banks, John Wooden, Marcus Allen, and hundreds of more. Check out their website to see who's signing next. Go to their events, meet the celebrities, and build your man cave. A-I-A-S-E dot com. Also, I am drinking Chimera coffee. It is delicious and amazing. I cannot really describe it. It is the best coffee I have ever tasted. Kamera Coffee is premium high altitude coffee sourced from the Dominican Republic, infused with high quality nootropics, which are brain vitamins. I'm telling you, they blend their coffee with nootropics that were carefully chosen to create the right mental and physical edge you need to carry out your daily grind. This coffee is unbelievable. Now, you can get it at cameracoffee.com. K I M E R A K O F F E E.com. Use the code MMA Roasted. The benefits. From the tropics include enhanced focus, mood and reaction time, increased natural metabolism, fatigue reduction, and cardiovascular support. The have also been found to counteractive cognitive impairments such as Alzheimer's, brain injuries, dementia, and Parkinson's. So become the legend. ChimeraCoffee.com. Use the promo code MMARoasted at ChimeraCoffee.com. And finally, tip a fighter. Guys, girls... Everyone listening, dogs if you 're listening, listen, these fighters are grossly underpaid, grossly underpaid, okay, We need to get these people making more money Well now, the fans can finally make a difference it 's not charity it 's about te- it 's about pay for performance, reward fighters for exceptional performance. Majority fighters are underpaid. How many times I've talked to these guys who are part-time AAA drivers or cab drivers or they work – or Uber drivers or or just all kinds of things, okay? They have other jobs. Listen, tip a fighter. The fans can tip directly. The fighters, they can get paid more. They're happier. Put on better performances. You can check them out at tipafighter.com, tipafighter.com. Fighters, there's no – you're fighting anyway, You might as well get paid more, okay? You're in there, you're busting your chops, you're putting your life on the line. Guess what? Now the fans can finally make a difference. There's no reason you guys should not be getting paid more. So, I'm here right now because uh, Marina canceled today. Uh, Greg Wilson, unfortunately, his father passed away. So, uh, all the love in the world to Greg Wilson right now who's going through a really tough time. If you guys reach out to him on Twitter at Wilson, talk to him. Uh, tell him how much you miss him, you love him, how he's doing well. Uh, I know he loves hearing from the fans. Uh, so I'm waiting for Bubba Jenkins right now to come in. Uh, he's on his way. I just got back from Miami yesterday. I had a blast in Miami. Uh, I had a great time. I, it, the, I had a bunch of shows. I was pretty tired, actually, because... Thursday night I had a show for, at this coffee place for a bunch of USC kids, which was half the crowd loved it. Half the crowd was a little bit like, I don't know, it looked at me like I was crazy. But the, the crowd that did love it, did loved it. Uh, and then I went over to, uh, I had a, had a flight the next morning. So I, I'm always afraid to go to sleep the night before, because even though I have alarms set, I'm afraid I'm not going to wake up and I'm going to miss the flight, because I've missed flights before and it's never, <laughs> it's probably the one of the worst feelings ever. So I went right to the, the airplane uh, eight o'clock in the morning, flew out to Miami, did two shows that night, had a great time. Saw some fighters actually. Steve Carl and uh, Matt Van Buren came to my show. That was awesome. I, I, I gave Matt Van Buren a really hard time. I said he looks like he has like 12 dead bodies in his backyard, which he does. Matt Van Buren is definitely a, a strange dude. Good guy. But then afterwards, my friend is the uh, DJ Platypus, Is a DJ over at Tootsies, which might be the best strip club. Aside from the Rhino in Vegas, it probably is the best strip club out there. Tootsies. I mean, these girls are insane. Even though I have a girlfriend who is hotter than all of them, um, it's still, you know, DJ Platypus is, is a great dude. They, these guys hired me to host the Exotic Dancing Awards a couple years ago in Vegas, which was a great time. I had to go see him, I had to go see my friend. So I went over there with this other comic named Zach Rising from Vegas. And it was a good time. Uh, I mean, there was no shenanigans because, like I said, I'm now a kept man. Uh, but it was I, – I got no sleep. I mean, I, I was just wiped out. Then I did two more shows on Saturday, which I'm going to talk about when Bubba gets here. And, uh, yeah, it was uh, – just got back yesterday. Happy to be back. I'm going to be in um, – this week I'm going to Canada, going to Edmonton, the West Edmonton Mall. And um, – I'm excited. Actually, the night, Saturday night, uh, all these dudes from American Top Team came, like Cole Miller, Din Thomas, Colby Covington, Mursad, Daniel Strauss, Robert Whiteford, Blake, uh, Steve Carl, Carl Deaton, the whole team came. And, uh, you know, I got to say, the MMA community has been super supportive. I've I've never met a more supportive community out there, Uh, between the fighters and the fans. So I'm not to, like, you know, start the podcast kissing everyone's ass, but thank you. Thank you, guys, for all your support. Uh, There's also a lot of pressure, though, when these fighters come, because I know that I roast the fighters, so if I bomb or have a rough set, guess who's getting roasted? Me. So there's also that... Extra, you know, and like everything else. So the, the new club, uh, the Homefield Comedy Club, which I did. The club is great, but they really haven't got their whole heckler thing down yet. They let people heckle uh, and go crazy. So the first day, there's this crazy woman in front of me who's like, just she was like, must have been fifty, yelling, "I love sex and I'm so good at giving blowjobs. I should get a trophy." And just kept going on. Of course, I turned it, and made it funny. But I was not prepared. For, I was prepared for that, but that's not something that was like in the script. Second set, there was a group of like twenty people that were there for this guy Freddie's birthday. So every third joke, they would yell out, "Freddie, Freddie!" We lo-! and it was like I had to turn that. You know, it's basically like I relate comedy to fighting so much, where it's a twelve round fight you got to figure out what's working, what's in front of you, and eventually you got to turn the key and you got to figure out how to solve the puzzle that's in front of you. Of course, you know, I, I solved the puzzle, but Jesus, it was, uh, it was thrown. And plus the feature, nice guy, good comic, was going over 10, 15 minutes every set, which he was doing well. I get it, you know, but it was like, you know, he's still going, he's supposed to do 20 minutes. He's doing 35, 40 minutes. Ugh. So, I had, I had my work cut out for me. But our hero prevailed. Uh, I went out there, just fucking, you know, gave him everything I got. Went out afterwards. I went out with Cole Miller and Matt Van Buren Saturday night. I basically went out again and then went right from like the club to the airport. So, because <laughs> I had a 9 o'clock flight on Sunday. But it was good. I had a really good time. Uh, I love Miami. Uh, I love the crowd. And, um, I don't know. Happy New Year to all my my, my Jewish listeners. Uh, I am Jewish. I'm not very religious. So obviously, I'm, I'm working today, even though it's uh it's, uh it's the Jewish Rosh Hashanah tonight. Um, you know, I actually, I did get a bar mitzvah, although I probably, what happened was, in my Hebrew school, you had to actually, every Friday night, you had to go to services and go to like 20 services to get a bar mitzvah. Well, I, you know, Friday night, it's like you're middle school party night. I'm not going to go to spend it in Temple. Luckily, there was another guy who had my name, Adam Greenberg, uh, my real name, Adam Greenberg. So he went to like 60 of them. So I got all his credits or half of his credits, which is basically, <laughs> I don't even know if you really had to go to Temple. I think they were not going to stop your mitzvah from happening. But I got, there. I actually got some award for like, Great attendance, uh, and that was all. So thank you, Adam Greenberg, for going to Temple for me. So Bubba Jenkins just showed up. What's up, buddy? What's up, man? How are you? Uh, it's Just Good. me and you today.
2: Oh, nice.
0: Marina a- canceled this morning. What? Uh, yeah, somebody from work couldn't come in. She had to go to her the coffee shop. And then uh, I'm
2: gonna say that I like it just being me and you. But I'm gonna say, you know, I don't mind
0: it. I don't mind it either. Uh, mind and it. then uh, and then Greg Greg Wilson's father passed away. Oh no, that's uh, Over sad. the weekend. So Greg's not gonna be in for a couple. Uh, he's, he's, he's you know he's out till he comes back. Right. So it's just me and you. How are you? I was oh, I was saying, good, man. I actually I was in Florida this week. I saw your old team. Yeah. They all came to the show. Yeah, did they? They all came out. Uh, yeah, uh, it was crazy. Uh, Din Thomas came, Colby yeah. Covington, Mursad. How good yeah. is Mursad, by the way?
2: Mursad's tough. He's good. Yeah, he's really good. I didn't
0: know who he was from the stage. I'm like, yeah. uh, give it up for that guy. He was like Colby. <laughs> yeah, and, and I yeah. was like, yeah, nobody wants to fight Colby because he's yeah. gay and gets boners. Everyone, <laughs> I was giving them a hard time. Yeah. Uh, Daniel That's Strauss, cool. Strauss they're, came.
2: They're really cool like that. Where like you know they you know they're they're real family. They'll support. They'll you know they'll come out in bunches and you know help you out. It's cool.
0: They all miss you. By the way They all all give you back By the way that guy Here fighting Isn't part of American Top Team No he's not He's he's a Black Zillion Mm. Because I was asking about him And then no one knew Who he was Jordan And and then somebody Did know him from San Diego Uh, Uh Matt Van Buren Was his teammate In San Diego He he joined the Black Zillion
2: Yeah he was out there With uh, Phil Davis At Alliance
0: Yeah so So. he's He's in uh, He's he's a black zillion
2: Yeah Jordan Parsons Even even I mean not saying I have anything As a black zillion But I'm an ATT guy So even more reason To <laughs> want to whip his ass You know what I mean He made a little He made a little funny thing On Instagram about me Which I thought You know It took some time It took some effort He had to like Go find pictures He put like this little Winks the Wednesday thing up It was the corniest thing ever But I I, I applauded him for it I said hey that's funny uh, he good job.
0: Did you actually comment on Instagram? Yeah, I commented. Wait, so he uh, said you're a wanksta.
2: Yeah, he had this like <laughs> wanksta Wednesday, you know, and he had the like old school fifty cent uh, wanksta song playing, and then he had like a couple pictures of me and then obviously me getting choked out by Georgie it was uh it was cute it was it was cute I mean I can't say it was hilarious it wasn't like you know oh my god that's so funny and I, I wasn't embarrassed about it right. you know? it, was, it
0: was it was so cute. we're talking about the guy that Bubba's fighting in November Jordan oh, Parsons man. who's been calling him out Talking trash, uh, talking trash.
2: Instagram and Twitter and me. People
0: do say he's a beast. Yeah. They say he's. Cause I've been asking about him. They oh say he's gosh. a beast. But you're a beast. Oh my and what gosh. happens when two beasts fight?
2: Man, what's a goon to a goblin? I'm more than a beast. I, I I breed beasts. I have you know uh, you know it's it's not going to be a fight. A lot of people. Are like, oh, this is a good match. It's not going to be a good match. I'm going to go in there. I'm going to beat the brakes off of him. They're going to call him Parkinsons after I get done. Gonna, <laughs> oh. His name's not going to be Jordan Parsons at all. They, they should call him Titty They're Boy for being persons. fat. Yeah. Yeah, they, they, he better bring a band because if there's no drums for them to be, beat up the band, it's going to be his face. So I, nice. I'm excited about this well, fight. It's
0: good about the good thing about this fight is you're not overlooking him.
2: Yeah, like, no, no, no. Like- I, I don't even know who's next. You know, if they were like – if they dangled a, a title fight over my head or something like that, I wouldn't, I wouldn't even think twice about it because I'm so invested in wanting to beat the hell out of this guy. He messed up by having – like drawing all this tension. Hey, hey, me over here. You know, you want to fight me? So it's like – uh, I'm all good I'm, I'm I all asked good the guys about card.
0: you Because uh, I was saying I was like uh, Saying that Like um, I, I said Bubba said When he was an American top team He wasn't as focused As he is now And they were like That's true they said they used to have to, like, call you yeah. to go to practice, that you yeah. were just missing a lot. Yeah. You, you weren't taking it that seriously.
2: I, I basically – I took – I was taking my bra- – like, my coll- – like, a lot of those guys came from, you know, different backgrounds. I mean, Colby Cummington came from a college, you know, Oregon State, and he was at Iowa and went to Oregon State and then went right in MMA. But I was training – to win nationals, right? I won nationals in March, let's say, end of March. And I was at ATT's gym in middle of April, you know what I mean, training for – you know to be the best in the world and then after I realized man I have been going I have not taken a break from anything since I was like you know let's say 10 <laughs> you know what I mean I've been going going in high school I went from wrestling to football I was captain of the football team so I went from wrestling to football to freestyle to wrestling I mean folk style again like I was going at it going at it and then once I got really good at wrestling it was, all, it was basically a job I never had a job in my life so it's always been train 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 train, train, train. train, train. and as soon as I made from high school i graduated from high school and i went to college early you know you know how they do like that kind of gray shirt year there was no red shirt there's no red shirt so i went i jumped i went up to penn state wrestled right in the lineup you know what i mean i mean i had a little bit of a of a a warm-up as far as the beginning of the season but once the big 10 season came around i was starting for penn state at 17 years old so then you know when you finally
0: got when you when you graduate you went to florida you were like this is like vacation. It,
2: it, it was it was a mental break for me because it was like I don't ha- I don't have to be anywhere. I won my couple my first couple fights by basically just wrestling the guy, and beating him up. You know, I wasn't going to deal with any kind of you know amazing stand up guy. So I I, I cut kind of forward to basically take guys down and just beat them up. Um, so I didn't really take it as serious as I do now. You know, now I, I look at my son every day, and you know, it's no question that I'm going to go trade. Back when I was at ATT, I was, ah, you know what? I'm a little sore today. I think I'm gonna take today off, and I never really had that mentality, so it was it, it kind of crept up on me, and, and I kind of relaxed a lot. You oh. know, that's not the reason why I lost to Leroux Burley. I yeah. had, you know, I I was I had messed up a lot of stuff before that, but when I was first at ATT, I t- I took a lot of breaks, I mentally wasn't there. So if they saw me now, they'd be like, "Who is this guy?" Because I'm always in the gym now. You no, know?
0: It's, it's it's great. It's great to see though. And I, you yeah. know what I was t- I was saying that I was saying that to, about actually the guy that beat Mako. I mm-hmm. think Mako had a kind of the same thing. It's like when you're that successful of a wrestler mm-hmm. and, and you've accomplished that much, sometimes you need a loss early yeah. in your career, I believe, or oh, anything yeah. else. Oh, Even yeah. with Steven Thompson, karate guy, who mm-hmm. was 117 and 0, was a kickboxer. Right. You know, sometimes there are some people that, like, can take the sport extremely serious right away. Other mm-hmm. guys, like… Man, I am such a good at this. I'll just easily transfer, and right. you need that wake up call. Yep. And I think it's good to have that wake up
2: call. At as fight. much as I hate Larue Burley, like, and I don't hate him for like beating me or anything like that. You know, much bet, much much love to the com- competitors. I I don't like. I wouldn't say he hates a strong word. I don't like him for his antics and then how he tried to talk trash. And I've tried to fight him six or seven times since he beat me.
0: He's retired now. A-
2: so. <laughs> yeah, and he he just ran basically. Bellator was like, look, you're either gonna fight Bubba or we're gonna release you. In a sense, you know what I mean. So, uh, no, no question why he got released. But you know, we were, I was trying to fight him many and many times after he beat me. So, you know, I don't like the antics of all oh, talking trash to his 18 followers on Twitter and then not actually really wanting to fight. That's what right. I didn't like. But I, I applaud him in the sense that he definitely sent me a wake up call. You know what I mean? I, it, for me to be sitting back, I had a fractured rib, so I really didn't train. But had I had I done it different, what I, what I would have done is I probably wouldn't have taken in the fight because I was so injured uh, with my rib, and I probably wouldn't have been like, Oh, you know, I, I can take two weeks of cutting weight and then beat this guy up. It, it was mentally like, Oh, I'll just take him down, I'll beat him up. But I didn't, I wouldn't have the shape because as soon as I start running and breathing hard, my rib would start poking on my lungs, kind of thing. So it was like, You know what? I need to refocus. I, I can't just jump in there and, and just beat the hell out of everybody in a set. So he really woke me up. I got to train. I got to do this right. I got to eat healthy. I got to be sh- healthy before I step in fights. You know, he woke me up in like six out of 10 categories. It takes to be a champion. <laughs> you know what I mean, so it no, like, and it
0: happens all the time. I yeah, mean, you, you, you look at all the champions. There's not, there's not a guy out there that has no losses. Uh, yeah. aside, aside, from
2: you can say Bones, but he had a disqualification. But, but look what
0: happened to Bones. Yeah, it's yeah. he. There's a guy. Yeah, he, that's he, off the cage, though. He, yeah, off the yeah. cage. But even that, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, it was almost like everything was too easy for Bones. He he needed other shit to. But yeah. I, I can't think of a champion right now. I mean, T.J. Dillashaw gets knocked out by Dotson. Uh, yeah. Well, well let's go through the things one one uh 125 135 or uh, well, 125 you have Demetrius Johnson he has mm-hmm. a loss Dominic Cruz Correct. uh 145 uh i mean Conor McGregor has got two early losses yep, yep. uh but you know one he 155 uh, Dos Anjos had four losses mm-hmm. in, the UFC, in the UFC alone. one yep. uh, 170. Um, Robbie Lawler. Look at his storied career. Yeah, I mean, choked out by Jake Shields. He's in been one up round. and down for sure. Uh, 185. Chris Weidman is the only champion who does not have a loss. Uh, 205. Cormier. I mean, yeah, losing the bones. Is this quite? A, it's not really the wake up call that other guys get, but still. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I was telling about my by my shows and uh, so I had great shows. Nice. I did have hecklers. Yeah. which was like this new it's com- Florida they get bored well this new- well, it's hard in Florida because English isn't the first language for I would say no you're a foreigner if you're an
2: American you're a foreigner in, in Florida especially South Florida so
0: there was a lot of Cubans a lot of Dominicans a lot of Puerto Ricans uh-huh. and then there was like straight Europeans yeah. uh, so a lot of the, just, it was like someone even said you had to wait extra long because they were like hearing the joke and then translating it to English and then laughing
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, uh, so they had a filter a language you know, filter yes yeah, so they had a
0: language filter <laughs> Plus, It's a new comedy club, so there's no heckler protocol. Like yeah. the improv, somebody heckles in three seconds. Funny bones. There's, their staff is on them. Yeah. This one, they I they were so good. Like I had, they brought me to, to like the the, the uh, stage with a security guard. Right. But then they let anyone. He left. Goes. He went and got anything drinks. Goes. <laughs> so people were just yelling shit, and yeah. it was like it was throwing me off at the beginning, yeah. and especially there's that like. I want to do well in front of the, the fighters, kind of right. thing. I want to look cool. Yeah, yeah. But then yeah. once I just said "fuck it" and just started going off, yeah. then it was the next level. shit.
2: Well, you have you have jokes for hecklers, obviously. Yeah. You know, you got your you know your 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 up the sleeve tricks for the guys. That you're was, a professional. You I know, I was what using you're doing. a lot of
0: those. And, I mean, yeah. Cole, this ain't
2: amateur hour.
0: But like Cole Miller was like, "Dude, you were hilarious, man." And he's like, yeah. "You slayed it." He goes, "Uh, you know," he goes, "A lot of stuff's going. What's going way over their heads?" And then like the beginning, and yeah. then but then you know, then when you when I said "fuck it," like then it then it became a show. Right. You know? So right. I was I was happy. By the way, we went to the, the uh the I went to um Tootsie's you ever been to Tootsie's? I haven't been to Tootsies uh, but I know I know many of the fighters that have. So I knew the manager mm-hmm. who's also the DJ there, right? Mm-hmm. He's the DJ not the manager, he's a DJ for twenty years, DJ platypus. So I I walk in there, hey we got Adam Hunter, the celebrities here over the over the thing, right? Mm-hmm. Nice, and, nice. Then I get I get I get comps in there, mm-hmm. like me and all my friends got comps, yeah. and then first two, two first two drinks were on them, oh, nice. so I was I got like the gold so treatment you had a over good time. there but and then and then every girl he's telling them I'm a fucking celebrity you <laughs> yeah. know? so every every girl's just like, but I had a girlfriend, so yeah. I behaved yeah. it was, but yeah. I did tell it was funny I told the d j to to say matt van you know Matt van Buren uh-huh. He was on the show, right. so' he's a little off
3: right
0: I mean he's a great guy, but he's just something is just... Askew skew with him, Askew, in a nice, funny way. Like right, he's a right. super nice guy, gutter, right. and he's cool as shit. But there's just something miss. I I don't know. Like, he's the good thing. He's a fighter because he. Right. I, I, I I was like, how many <laughs> bodies do you have buried in your backyard?
2: He's one of those guys.
0: One of those guys. So I tell the DJ. Funny. So this porn star is there something Nicole Aniston maybe the hottest fucking chick I've ever like aside from my girlfriend right. maybe the hottest chick <laughs> that I've ever seen in my life right so uh, so she's on stage and she's bringing in all these people like her show it, it, like she has like 15 people pay $10 to bring up on stage and she like rides them and yeah. jumps on them and puts her vagina in their face. the whole thing. Right? So I was like, hey, can you tell Matt Van Buren? So the DJ – I told the DJ, go, uh, attention, Matt Van Buren, please come to the stage. Right? <laughs> and he's just like, what the fuck's going on? We're all dying laughing, right? He goes up there. He looked like – he just got rocked <laughs> like, he like, Confused like, He didn't know where he was And then they were Trying to get him to like To like take down The girl's uh, uh, G-string With with his his like mouth With right. his teeth yeah. And he was like No 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 So he like He was scared right. He reached out with his hand And did it And everyone's like Oh Boo. Boo. Everyone's him. <laughs> it was So funny Nice Nice oh, it was, it was So great. you had a good weekend then Oh dude I, I went right from like The club I went to a club afterwards I Went to the club To the airport oh. uh, Like 8 9 o'clock flight I was still I still had Glitter on me. It was, it was insane. Anyway, we have a nice. Titan FC press conference right now. Then we have oh, Daniel Cormier calling in. Oh, nice. We nice. got a, we got a show. Uh, we have uh, EJ Brooks. You know EJ Brooks? I know EJ. EJ's fighting this Saturday in Titan FC.
2: Oh, wow. There's a couple guys fighting. Ike Valley Flag is fighting. Who is he, who's he fighting? He's
0: fighting a World Series of fighting. Okay, okay. On, uh, oh. We're, we're going to go over that. There's a bunch of this Bellator, WSOF, and Titan FC this week. Nice. What's up? Hey, is this EJ Brooks? Yeah, this is me. With What's it up? It's me and Bubba Jenkins. How are you, man? you <laughs> say, hey, Bubba? Yeah, Bubba's here. <laughs> what up, Bubba? What's up, my man? How you doing, buddy? It's been a long
3: time no <laughs> see. Yeah,
0: it's been, man. So, EJ, I was uh, I was checking you out, man. I was looking at some of your fights. You've had a you've had an up and down career, a great career, but you started out you were seven and zero, right? Mm-hmm. you're a phenom a phenom 7-0 coming out of missouri uh and then you took a lot of fights which uh were split decisions uh you you were you've, you've lost four out of five but you've been robbed a lot i watched your johnny case fight uh pat miltage had that three rounds to nothing for you they gave it to johnny case wow uh then your fight against treloni was a very close fight, could have went either way. Was it just a bit of matter of you taking fights in other people's backyards?
3: Oh, definitely that, and um, not just that, I want to put some of the onus on myself, because even though I took those fights, like, those particular nights, I didn't fight well. Like, in the Johnny Cage fight, I kind of can't, like, I took that fight, um, and I really should have pulled out of that fight. I was was dealing with the flu, like, the week before, and I just got off meds, and I was kind of like feeling kind of iffy going into a fight. And just physically, I didn't feel like I could perform. But the only reason why I took the fight was because me and my coach talked. And we was like, you know what? You could probably beat this guy on your worst day. Mm-hmm. Which means I was probably just going to go in there and wrestle fuck him. And that's what I did.
2: Been been there, buddy. <laughs> been there. I was just talking about that. Yeah, it it, it happens yeah. to the best of
0: us. But you still won that fight. I, I, I watched that fight last night. There's no way—I I don't see how you lost that fight. But, you know, the, what, yeah. about, what about the other fight against, uh, against Trinaldi?
3: Uh, Pierroni, Trinaldi? uh that fight, that was another one, man. It was—the first round was close. Uh, like you said, could have went either way. But then in the second round, he kicked me in the balls, like soccer kicked me in the balls, which they said was legal. Well, not to my boss. They said you could soccer kick somebody while they were on the ground. They told us that. Um, so the thing was, was the referee told me he didn't see me get hit low. So he made me get up and I wasn't allowed to recover. So I pretty much spent the rest of the uh, fight trying to recover and not get finished. Like I was never able to recover from that. And that was just like a bad situation.
0: I, You know what? Almost I watched like four of your fights last night. And almost every fight, somebody kicks you in the balls. <laughs> uh, That's how you slow them down, yeah. man. That's how you slow these us brothers down. You gotta, you gotta get them with <laughs> that the
3: nut hard, shot. Dude. Is it because... It's the, I, it's the Nuggets, man. I, it, I don't know what it is. My Nuggets just got a magnet for people's feet, man.
0: I, I swear to God, I'm not even exaggerating. Every fight you were winning and somebody just wound up and kicked you in the balls. I'm like, what the fuck? What's going on with this? This guy,
3: i never seen yeah, a guy... I guess I don't know. I mean, I guess they see it. You know what I'm saying? They get mad because it probably, you know, my bones looks a little bigger than theirs, and they already lose it. So they're like, "Fuck it," you know, taking the nuts out. I guess. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's so funny. Now, now you were a junior college all-American NCAA champion, and then you wrestled for. No, I, I
3: was a junior college national champion. Not, not, uh, not, and uh, I did all-American Division One.
0: Then yeah, then you went all American. Uh, you were all American D one. So you were uh, an all American, and you were on the same team as Ben Askren and Chandler, right?
3: Yes, but like I said, I wasn't an all American D one because of Michelle Chandler.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh really? Why? Why? Because he he was your your weight class?
3: Yeah, uh, pretty much. You know, long story short, in wrestling we have wrestle offs. Yeah, uh, I wrestled him. I beat him, but then when it was time for the postseason, the coach put him in. Oh, that's bullshit. Yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> all
0: right, now are you and Michelle friends now, or are you guys like still enemies?
3: Oh, we've been enemies since high school. I beat him. <laughs> I beat. I beat Michelle in uh, the high school all star match, Illinois <laughs> versus Missouri. Throwing that out there, but wow. um, <laughs> no. Nah, so I so mean, you were rooting for me when I was wrestling him. People,
2: you say what? I said so basically you were rooting for me when I was wrestling him in first round of nationals.
3: Oh yeah, always. Louis. I can't say that. Like if, <laughs> he was on my team, so whenever he wrestled, I didn't root against him to lose. That's right. just I wasn't raised like that. Right, right. Yeah. You know, like I'm not a hater. Like I don't I don't hate on Michael Channel. Like if he goes out there, unless he's fighting Will Groups or somebody else on my team, I don't care if he wins or lose. I don't root for the guy to lose. You know, that's just not me. Hater ain't in my blood. Right. Now, as far as he goes, I know him personally. We were teammates. Okay? Like, we partied together. We, I mean, we, I, I've actually hung out with this dude. I don't mean I liked them. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I know him as a person, and I don't like the dude. So even if we didn't wrestle against each other, I wouldn't like the guy. How come you, how come you don't, don't like him? You say what? How come, how come you don't like him? Just because I think he, he's a bad dude, man. Like, yeah. I mean, he puts on a good show and this and that and says he's about this and he's about that. And maybe he's changed. I don't know. But the that I knew in college, the, dude, like, I've seen this dude do some effed up stuff. <laughs> like what? And I'm not even going to... Nah. <laughs> nah. you going <gonna laughs> to suck me I, in. <laughs> yeah, I'm not even going to drop it. But the bottom line is I don't like the dude, you know? Now, uh, And Bob, it's funny did- because... People always ask me, like, oh, do you want to see him lose? And how do you feel about such and such, beating him, and this and that? And I'm like, look, I'm like, unless I'm kicking his ass, I don't give a shit, you know? It's like, if I go to the club and I see a really hot chick, and then somebody else has sex with her, that didn't do nothing for me.
2: <laughs>
3: you know what I'm saying? I'm like, yeah, it's great, you know? I mean, hopefully it's one of our boys, he can tell me about it, but... That don't do that for me. So, like I said, now, Bubba, not, did you beat him?
0: Yeah, you beat him. How, how bad you beat him?
2: I almost tacked him. Really? Yeah, I'm, I was a true freshman, uh, and I got a bad draw because he was ranked, and I had him first round. You know what I mean? I was, you know, up at fifty-seven, and I beat him fifteen-three.
0: Uh, wow. Yeah. And and, and that was considered um, a big upset.
2: Yeah, it was a big upset. I mean, yeah, yeah, it was a big upset.
0: <laughs> now, now, EJ, now, how do you think Askren would do in the <laughs> UFC?
3: I think he do well. I think he's definitely a top 10. I mean, Aspin yeah. is...
2: I agree. He
3: He's the most dominant, pure wrestler in MMA. Like, he literally goes out there and says, I'm finna wrestle you, and shit you can do about it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And he does it. Like, like I got good wrestlers. But I know I cannot just go out there and wrestle for everybody the way that he can. Like, this dude, I mean... As you can see, like, Asker shows that wrestling is the most dominant aspect of MMA. And when you come in with his accolades, four-time NCAA finalist, two-time champ, Olympic wrestler, like, the dude is just, he's bitching everybody.
0: (laughs) Well, he's bitching everyone right now in 1FC. You know, I don't know how much he would be bitching Robbie Lawler, Johnny Hendricks, some of those guys, you know, uh, I, I would he love just to see it. into a wrestling. Match. I would love to see it, you know, and I wouldn't bet against him, but he still hasn't, you know, shown that he can do that on that level. Now, are you still wrestling? Are you still a wrestling coach in high school?
3: Yeah, I coach at Grand City High School. Grand City uh, is actually leading the nation in dual meet wins. They have the all-time winningest record in the United States for dual meet victories. Wow. Wow, yeah, I, so I, I I coach in a historically uh, dominant program, and I'm awesome. also like the only black guy in the town. That's <laughs> awesome.
0: That's awesome. Now you're fighting a guy who's eight and one this this Saturday night, Jason Novelli, eight and one. He uh, from Team Quest. What do you know about this guy?
3: Uh, like I said, he's he he uh, he's a competitor. I think uh, he's a decent. Athlete. I, think he's a decent I think he's a decent fighter. I think he is one of those guys who, he hasn't really fought anybody. And the people that he has fought, he struggled against, or, or the one guy that was pretty decent, he lost to. Right. And he ain't fought nobody. I mean, I know he saw my record, and he's has like, oh, okay, either, either this and this, but, like, look who I fought and how I looked.
0: Yeah, now you know what you, I'm you, you've like, lost some bullshit. Like my record, huh? You you have basically one legitimate loss on your record—the one you got knocked out. Everything else is, but could either be, be argued that you won those fights.
3: Right. So I mean, I know he's going in there, and he's—I've already heard from other people that he's overlooking me, and you know, just pretty much thinks that like I'm outmatched, and I'm just like, dude, like you have no idea, like I'm a grown-ass man. Like how can I hurt this dude? <laughs> well we're gonna call him right now for the Titan F C press
0: conference to, for the fight this Saturday night. EJ Brooks, Jason Novelli. Hey Jason, how's it going? Hey, who's this? This is uh you're uh, Adam Hunter, you're on MMA Roasted Podcast with Bubba Jenkins and EJ Brooks. How are you, buddy? Oh all right.
4: <laughs> uh, good. How you guys doing?
0: Good, good, good. So you got a big fight coming up. I was looking at some of your fights last night. You're eight and one. 35 years old. You're from Canada, right?
4: Uh, actually, Vancouver, Washington. I'm from Alaska. But from... They get that confused.
0: No, yeah, it said you were from I, I watched one of your SFL fights. It said that you were from Canada.
4: Yeah, they get confused. It's Vancouver, Washington. It's all good.
0: Nice, man. So uh, now you're 8-1. and one. You've, you've, uh, There's only one fight you uh, lost, which was to Ben Fodor. Uh, other than that, you had a perfect record. Uh, how long have you been fighting for?
4: Ah, shoot, uh, MMA, been six years or so. Before that, I was into boxing and wrestled since grade school, so I've always been fighting, competing somewhere.
0: Nice. Did you wrestle in Alaska? Ah, yeah,
4: ever Mm -hmm. since I was in elementary school. I I want to know what
2: that state tournament looks like.
0: (laughs) Yeah, how is the wrestling in in Alaska, by the way?
2: I've never wrestled anyone from Alaska.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, just a bunch of tough
4: guys we wrestle some bears in between all that
0: (laughs) did you ever bang an eskimo by the way what was that did you ever bang an eskimo (laughs) uh
4: as long as my girl's not listening
0: maybe (laughs) nice there you go now uh, now you gotta so 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 but so boxing's mostly your like primary uh uh martial art though
4: uh no, I just took it to work some stand up. I'm really like being well rounded and everything, so Nice. I like the ground as much as I like the stand up.
0: Oh, what uh belt are you in? What was that? What what belt are you in jujitsu?
4: Ah, oh, shoot. They gotta have me put on a gi first.
3: They <laughs> gave me a blue belt <laughs> just from finishing
0: fights, but uh nice. Uh I don't wear that gi. Nice. Now, we have your opponent on the line, E.J. Brooks. Uh, he's he's 8-4. and four. He's fought some really tough guys. A lot of fights could have went his way. A lot of losses he took on other people's things. Why do you think that you're going to beat E.J. Brooks this Saturday night in Titan FC? I'm
4: going to beat him because I'm going to do what I do and look good doing it. Mm. Um, I've watched his fight, and yeah, he's had some tough losses, but... Um, they've came out and they've been losses. So it doesn't matter who he's been fighting. He he showed that he didn't want to be there, so E EJ- give him another chance to show it.
0: Now, EJ, how would you like to respond to this?
3: <laughs> hey, that's what's up, guys. Hey, I mean hey, I mean you're right. I showed up and I lost. But that's cool though. I mean, dude I mean like hey you a beast man you ain't hey, I don't even I do know why I'm showing up man you just gonna <laughs> hand out win this fight right <laughs> hey, you gotta get you know, paid that, yeah. yeah 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 gotta get that free paycheck you know what I'm saying I'm just saying don't hurt me cuz don't hurt me man don't bring that uh, that, that world class Alaskan wrestling to, to deal with
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, so EJ how do you think that you're gonna beat Jason this Saturday
3: well, shit. He took my line. I was gonna say I'm gonna show up and do what I do. Damn. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I don't know, man. How, however he 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 lets however he wanted for real. Because, like I said, honestly, I think I'm better than him everywhere. You know what I'm saying? So wherever wherever he wants the fight to go, that's where I'm gonna go, and that's where it's gonna end. So you think with you, my hand?
0: You, so you think you have better striking than uh, than Jason?
3: His striking is trash.
2: Mm, trash," he oh, said. Man. "He
0: found your he found your
2: striking in the dumpster, man. Are you gonna let him <laughs> say that to you? Literally, he was no. digging through the trash and found your striking there. What happened,
4: Jason? Oh man, yeah. This is from the guy who hasn't had to finish in like five years against an <laughs> old oh! guy, and you're gonna talk to me oh, about yeah, finishing you're
3: right. people? You right, but here's the thing, the bro. 0-0 is this guy thing? Is the only you guy you, you
4: finished.
3: You, you know why you didn't? You hit, and hit nobody. And <laughs> you. You know, hey, you know what you get when trash fights trash? You get you get cans, cuz. You fighting cans, dog? Like you like that dude in on oh, fucking Sesame Street? Who's the dude? The trash can? Get to his name.
0: Oscar the Grouch.
3: Yo, Oscar, looking ass. <laughs> so your confidence. So your confidence
4: is coming from fighting big names who you got your ass beat to. You fight anybody who has a name and you lose. So I'm gonna first all, I'm gonna keep you in the same one. pattern.
3: Bro, bro, first of all, I've been knocked out once. I ain't never got my ass beat outside of that. Believe that. That's because you fight you mm. your you're damn away and you're scared.
4: you're not going to stand You're not a
3: fighter. Ooh. You're not a finisher. Wait, you ain't there to survive,
4: homie. So oh, that's man. what's up. Man, we don't see, see how much going to survive. We
3: don't see how much I'm You can't how how even survive. talk
4: about finishing. You talk about getting your hand raised because you can't talk about finishing a fight. You knew, you're a decision machine. Wow. You don't know how to finish. A decision machine.
2: Yeah. Man, this, this press conference is getting heated, boys. I love it. Y'all got me amped up to see this fight. <laughs>
3: Hey, you can't, you can't, you can't even talk about finishing fights because you don't finish like I fight cans. If I can't, I win. I finish. I don't go to the city. Shut your ass up. Ain't nobody trying to hear that. I ain't following nobody. Give you a chance to shut me be up. I'm going to beat your ass. I'm going to beat your ass. You know that, right? You know I'm going to beat your ass, right? You better be coming there to do something. Otherwise, I worked my ass
4: off for nothing. Shit, you better show me something. Not what you've been showing. Oh. Yeah.
0: He said, don't come in with that old school. Don't come in with
4: that old school. You better come more with what you're bringing.
0: But Jason, EJ, EJ was a junior college national champion, wrestled D1, fought these guys, was it was 4-1 in Bellator. I mean, you got to say, this guy's been around, no?
4: Yeah, he's been around, and he should have been gone a long time ago.
2: <laughs> oh. yeah. He said, you should have came and gone, homeboy.
3: <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow! These dudes funny, man. This dude, I'm over
2: here weak. That's good. Awesome. Yeah. guys. This What's has the, been a great, that's great conference. After
1: I beat your
4: ass,
1: that's, where well, that's oh, fun. Wow! Cool. Wow! Shots right. No hard feelings. So, Jason,
3: oh no my hey, it, 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 it really ain't no hard feelings. This, this is all fun to me, dog. Believe that.
0: Yeah. So, Jason. I love this. So, Jason, you train over at a, at a Team Quest. Who are some of your guys that you're uh, sparring with?
4: Actually, I'm training at uh, Rose City FC. Uh, a lot of Team Quest went over there, but we got, like, Pat Healy and Brent Primus, uh, Matt Wyman, uh, Mike Pierce, been nice. training with to get ready for this fight, so mm. I'm ready for everything they got. Uh, and are Ej- just going to have some fun.
0: And EJ, who are you training with?
3: Uh, man, name dropping down. I've trained with a lot of people. Uh, <laughs> I've been training with... Uh, we got done training with Tyron Woodley before he left for uh, Wisconsin to train with Ben. Uh, I was down at ATT training with Nick Lynch. That's Poirier, Will Brooks.
0: Wow, those are some, some monsters. I mean, yeah. He yeah, said, let's, dude, do, like, let's
2: do the name drop game, Doc. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm Woodley. <laughs> Askren, you know. Yeah, I mean,
3: Bubba, Bubba, Bubba was down at ATT. He, know, he yeah. knows what it's like down there. A, but, but, but no home. matter what, the only thing that matters is... Nobody's gonna get me ready for this asshole when the Jason's gonna give me. So, I mean, <laughs> why am I doing this? You know what I'm saying? So, I'm gonna show up, gonna get my paycheck, and whatever happens, happens. <laughs> and my boy, we're gonna drive to Portland at night, try to make it happen, and then go. I'm gonna fly, fly my ass right back to St. Louis.
0: <laughs> so, who do you think got more pussy in college? Are you serious?
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Alaska pussy versus Missouri. <laughs> hey,
3: hey, no, no, I, I, I fucked the Eskimo girl before. I met her, I met no, she like, I didn't know she was Eskimo. I just thought she was Asian, and then she told me she was Eskimo, you know what I'm saying? And it was actually pretty good. I was, I was surprised. Yeah. It was, it was
0: cool. It was tight. So, so EJ, you got way more pussy than Jason back in college?
4: Dude, just Alaska. I mean, it's Alaska. How do give him that? <laughs> <laughs> the ratio is like five to, five to one guys to the girl. So. He's, he's not even defending I give him that. that. one. Yeah.
0: All right, he's not defending that. Okay. Now, are you, are you guys both married? <laughs> are you for real?
3: Yeah, no, I'm just, I, can't, I can't even do it, man. <laughs> I can't even do it. All
0: right, so Jason's married. EJ's single. So uh, now, uh, now, Jason, are you giving up? Any type of sex before this fight?
4: No, nah, I like to be uh think of, of like, like getting that beforehand, keeps them smooth and loose nice, ready to flow all
0: right, hmm. so how do you see this fight ending?
4: Well, I'm not going to be greedy saying I'm going to go for a knockout, but it's more of not having a plan. We're going in there to fight, and I'm gonna go in there. Light him up, standing up, and he's gonna try and take me down. That's when, when it's gonna happen, where he's gonna get that knockout or that submission.
3: Wow, uh, EJ, mm. your thoughts? Uh, first uh, uh he crazy as fuck. Uh, <laughs> uh, second, uh, I I, I, I kind of agree. Um, I'm going to the same game plan. We are gonna fight. Just a fight, dude. <laughs> And whatever happens, happens. Bubba, but what are I, your thoughts? I feel like it's gonna be uh,
2: it's, it's gonna be done in the second round. My, my thoughts, man. I'm excited to see the fight because yeah. you know they're they're definitely both confident. It obviously sounds like they're both working hard and and you know they're not overlooking each other. So you know the, if if the fight's anything like the trash talk game, it, we're in for a good one because they both <laughs> are hilarious. But um, uh, uh, no, I definitely
3: think it's gonna be a good fight. I mean. No disrespect to the guy. I I think he's a a good competitor. I I respect his skill set, and that's why I think it's going to be a war out there, you know what I'm saying, whether it's finished early or late, but I don't see this fight going to the distance. That's just me.
0: So you think you're going to finish Jason in what round?
3: I think it's going to happen in the second round. I can't say how, but I think I'm finishing this fight in the second round.
0: So you think that Jason hasn't fought the guys that you fought. He doesn't have the same uh, experience as you. He doesn't have the same explosiveness as you. And this is going to be the start of your comeback, of your resurgence, correct?
3: Most definitely.
0: All right. So you're looking at Jason as a big stepping stone. Thank you, Jason, for fighting me because this is your way back to the big time. Pretty
3: much. And Jason? I start somewhere.
0: Jason?
4: Wow. Hey, the man's got to have plans. can't shoot down everyone's dreams, but I know what I'm in there to do, and shoot. He's going to try his best, but there's not much he can offer to me.
0: Now, now, uh, Jason, it seems that EJ has been kicked in the balls all of his fights. Are you going to... Continue that and kick him in the balls, or are you not going to kick him in the balls this fight?
2: Are you going to carry the jealousy from Wayans over to the fight? I don't know how
4: that happens. I happened. know you did. I guess that's the first thing on a When they,
3: when they hit Muay Thai pads, they do nut shots. I promise.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Good God. <laughs> <laughs> by, those, um. by now, he can't feel that. He's <laughs> Right,
0: but, <laughs> but but he, but he thinks I'm trying to avoid that area. All right, because he thinks the guys are That's jealous. That's all I can say. He thinks the guys are jealous. They see how big his penis is. They they get very jealous and want to take a shot at it. Is that something that you're planning on doing? Wow!
4: <laughs> I hope I never see it then. <laughs> I don't want to get anything to do with that.
3: <laughs> <laughs> hey, let make a bet. Let's make a no. side bet right now. What's the side bet? Hey, let's make a side bet right now. What's the side bet? side bet is if he kicks me in the balls he owes me 50 bucks if he don't I give him 50 bucks from my purse (laughs) deal (laughs) deal
4: That shouldn't be a problem. <laughs>
3: but he's not taking the bet. that's back. a bet. <laughs> that makes me. That shouldn't be a problem.
2: Yeah, we do it. Oh man, that's yeah, a we great bet. Basically, he's gonna pay 50 bucks, to <laughs> fifty bucks to not get kicked in the balls.
1: Fifty bucks. That's not a
2: good investment, though, to pay fifty bucks to not get. After you routinely yeah, routinely get hit in the balls, you're like, you know what? I gotta do something about this. Here, here's fifty bucks. You don't kick me in the balls. And we're good, but he, he he didn't say much about it. He was just like, oh, "That shouldn't be a problem." Meaning, he may have a plan to kick you in your nuts, EJ. <laughs> well,
0: well, well, listen. Well, well, listen, guys. Listen, listen to this. Uh, so, Bubba has this thing called tip a fighter, where the the fans pay the fighters for their performances. Right. So you guys are gonna fight anyway, and be like, "Yo." I love the way Jason just knocked out whatever. Here's 100 bucks. Holy shit. EJ said he was going to win. He did. That was an amazing guillotine. 100 bucks. Both of you guys should sign up with Tip of Fighter and you'll get paid more money. It's free money.
3: That sounds
4: yeah, nice. I've from- looked into that before. Um, back in the day when I used to do roughhouse boxing, people just hand out money to good fighters and stuff. So, yeah, man. Kind of like that on a global scale. It's.
2: Yeah, not only that. We, we are global. We are we're here in America. Obviously, we're in Asia. We're in Dubai. I mean, we're we're not just you know American based uh, company. So, and it'd be both. It'd be good for both of you because not only Americans see your fight, everybody sees your fight. So, you know, to get money from people in China, to get money from people in Dubai. I mean, wherever you're big. At, I mean, shit, people in Alaska are going to see this fight. <laughs> so, you know, it, it'd be it'd be great for for you guys. I mean, obviously because you're entertaining. You know, both of those both of you guys had some awesome co- comments and some great predictions about the fight and you know if you guys have a war like we're hoping you know if you have a five round three round war you know both of you can come out with tips because of people fans loving entertaining fights fans yeah. loving to see you guys try to go for the finish and it'd be good to get you both signed up
0: Yeah definitely both you guys should sign up Yeah definitely Now so what are That's all right so what, great. so what are the closing statements Jason you go first closing statement
4: Man, we said it all out there, and I'm feeling good about this fight. So we're just going to do what we do, and I want a war. I don't want it to be easy, but let's bring
3: it. EJ? Well, I'm going to show up. I want to get paid. I want to get this win. And I do want it to be easy. So, <laughs> hey, and I want it to be entertaining. I want to put on a show, man. I want to give everybody a good reason to tune in so I think uh, that's what's going to happen I think this this is going to be a, this, I think we're probably going to have the best fight in the card just being honest absolutely well
0: I can't wait to it it's this Saturday night Titan FC you can watch it on Fight Pass thank you guys so much for coming in uh, good luck to both of you guys you guys are great
1: thanks,
0: thanks man take care alright that was the Titan
2: FC man <laughs> that might have been one of our best ones That was <laughs> that was funny as hell
0: I think the key is you got to get you got to get
2: uh, one black fighter during the press because <laughs> <laughs> you know we we gonna talk that trash and we ain't gonna back down. You know most most black athletes in general are very very confident yeah. and malady. So because the last press conference, one guy
0: goes, "That was rude." It was just, well, I, I, I wish Greg was there because I would love to see Conor during that press conference. That was the only thing that was missing was Connor McGregor, but yeah. it was still a great press
2: conference. <laughs> no, but that was awesome. What wonderful. are your predictions
0: for this for the fight?
2: I, I haven't seen the other guy, so I, I don't know. I know EJ. He's got really good kicks and he's got big legs, you know, so he uses that well. Um, obviously, he's a top, tough wrestler. You know, I hate when they say, oh, you know, this guy's a, a, a really good wrestler when they're not. EJ actually is a really good wrestler. I've wrestled with him. Like you said, we trained in ATT together, so uh, I know what he's capable of. And, you know, to have that resurgent, to want to want to come back and, and get back on the winning streak type of thing, you know, yeah. after taking so many close losses, you know, that, yes, that changes your like, mindset.
0: I mean, it was. He lost four to five, but they're all fights that, like, I, I re-examined him. Like, wait a minute. When Pat Militich has you winning three rounds to nothing and they raise the other guy's hands, and the other guy is Johnny Case, who's in the UFC right now. We're not talking about a guy that no one's ever heard of. I mean, he has a legitimate win over Johnny Case Mm -hmm. when he has like the flu. Granted, it was two years ago, but you know, the only issue that I have with that is okay, you lost four out of five. Are you used to losing? Like yeah. is are you okay with losing? you yeah. know the, other well, the guys- mindset
2: of a wrestler you can never you can never doubt that you know we take losses all the time, sometimes you just hit a rough patch now the the difference between wrestling m m a your next loss. And your next win are so close together in wrestling, you know. You have long periods of time before your next win or loss in in fighting. So that's the only thing that drags it out. Like you're you're hungry to come back because you took yeah. a loss in damn April and here it is October kind of thing, you know. So that's the difference. But with wrestling, it's almost like you know, I, I don't care if I lost. The next match is coming, and then you know, I can I can rebound. But
0: that was a funny press conference. I so I, I, I can't wait to watch it now.
2: Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Right? They I mean, sold that's... that fight for sure. <laughs> oh, absolutely. You know, but you could tell that. Uh, uh, what's the name was relaxed. Uh what's the guy's name that he's uh, fighting? Jason or Jason, yes. You could tell that Jason no. was real relaxed. I don't know if that was him eating or, <laughs> or him. what, but he was just relaxed and cool and wow. You know, <laughs> whatever, bro. We're what we gonna do I'm gonna show him do what I do. You know, so by the way, did you cool. see what the Invicta fights over the weekend? I did not get to see them, but I, I heard our girl Panny didn't do so well. No, she missed weight yep. uh by a pound and a half
0: a pound I mean. and a half, which you know, I gotta That's talk to girls. But but women though I have to – I want to know if like if you are cycling or something, is there a factor? Is that an actual legitimate – like I mean, people oh, I, say it's I don't want to know that. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I don't, don't want to get into you that You don't want to get into that? I no, I don't want to be
2: like, hey, so you miss Wade because you're – I don't want to But she's mm, also no. coming, from mm, she's no. coming
0: from Sweden. She's coming from Sweden. You know, coming from Sweden. But, you know, I had a feeling – I hate to say it. I like Patty, uh, She's great. I, I had a feeling her first big test – it was a big tanya avenger is, is, yeah. is a is a really tough task right it's like the, her last fights were good they were close but this girl tanya's tough. legit right legit right. legit i mean they're having her fight cyborg next is what i hear oh at 140 wow uh wow which i mean if she beats cyborg which she can at 140 yeah. if she beats cyborg that whole Ronda Cyborg thing is, is over. She could be the... Throw it away. Yeah, so the I don't
2: know. The dream crusher. She
0: could be that... Yeah, right, exactly. She yeah. uh, got nothing to
2: lose in a fight like nothing that. Nothing to lose. You know, you got to love being the, the underdog in a fight where it's... At so the same bot-side. time, Cyborg's
0: not Penny. You know, I mean, that, she's... Cyborg <laughs> is
2: something different. Yeah, have you trained with Cyborg? Yeah, I actually flew out here, um, I want to say a year and a half ago. Uh, Tito Ortiz flew me out here to train with Cyborg for about three weeks. What was that like? Man, it was—it it, 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 uh, it opened my eyes to women's fighting. I, I wasn't really that into—not into women's fighting, but that into, you know, just training with women like that. And, man, I was teaching her how to, like, you know, kind of sprawl and get your hips into it because she kind of sprawled differently at the time. And— um <clears throat> I, I, you know, I was showing her a couple of things, and then I looked away while shooting. You know, just kind of like someone did something, and I, you know, I'm drilling with her. So oftentimes, you know, when you're drilling, it's not the heaviest of paces. So you know, I, I can afford to look away and you know do other things yeah. while drilling. And I looked away, and she sprawled on top of me, and it just like it smashed my face. I started seeing stars. Really? Uh, yeah, man. It was, and, and it, it let me know that I have to pay attention. She's strong <laughs> as hell, so I had to I had to pay attention to her because she's she spar with her. No, I, we didn't not smart we didn't smart but you know she's definitely got so i mean after we did our wrestling practice you know she did her her muay thai practice and it was like man I'm
0: so her versus ronda <laughs> what do you think
2: ah man she she likes the brawl so the fact that Rhonda comes forward like she does cyber is gonna sit in there and 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 deal with that you know she's not gonna you know fray away from that type of stuff so i can't tell you i you know I, i'm i think ronda's i feel like at one thirty
0: five, sand too depleted Cyborg is too depleted. She comes in. She's not the same Cyborg at 145.
2: Did you call her Sonda? Is that like I, a I mix between her, Cyborg and
0: Ronda? <laughs> I forgot. Sonda. It's a, it's a, it's a hybrid. Uh, she's, she's too depleted. A killer. That's what that is. <laughs> but at 145, I think I give the advantage to Cyborg. 135, yeah. Ronda all day. Yeah. I, I just think that had 10 pounds. But yeah. if she can make oh, yeah. 140 and look good at it with these, then you go, whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. All right. What's five more pounds? Yeah. But
2: five more pounds is five more pounds, though in the sport of MMA, that's big. But you know, it, you, we can't call it. You know, I, I'm going to say Ronda because she's got the mindset. She is the champion. She, you know, she hasn't come close to a loss or sniffed out anybody ever defeating her in a round or anything. You know, so you know, it, it goes a long way to have that mental ability to not have have a loss and to dominate. You know, that helps. Never going to have a
0: loss either. Are she, I, mean, yeah. I, I think her first loss was, I think it was something technical. Uh, yeah. I believe it was some kind of technical loss.
2: But the mindset of being the UFC champion makes you train like I'm the best in the world. Yeah, I'm the number yeah. one person in the world. When you know, as a, just it's just a little bit of difference, you know, I'm I'm the number one f- fighter in the world in this league. I'm the number one fighter in the world in UFC. So that kind of she it kind of makes you feel think wise mentally that uh, she's the number one girl. So it's different.
0: By the way, <laughs> so uh, Ellen DeGeneres said. Uh, <laughs> I heard why she was am I on not Ronda Rousey's best friend? Uh, and she said, why am I not your best friend? Why is Marina your best friend? So, <laughs> so Marina got a shout out from <laughs> Ellen, who's nice. jealous. Nice. Uh, if Ronda ditches Marina for Ellen, I'll be very disappointed in her. You Hell yeah. All, you can't just all of a sudden become her best yeah,
2: friend. Yeah, that, that's acting
0: new. You, you got to stay with your day ones. Yeah, right? You know what I mean? Stay with your day ones? Mm-hmm. Is that, is that, that's a cool term. I like that. Stay with your day <laughs> ones. I, I, I like that. I like that. It's good. All right. So... Um, what else is going on? But um on? um I heard Drea Lee
2: did her thing. She beat up on Rachel Ostevich. She
0: did. She and Victor. she came back, she got the arm bar with two seconds left to win the fight. She was winning oh, the wow. fight. Uh, she got the tap. And I heard a lot of people from Tippa Fighter uh were, were throwing her money.
2: Apparently her uh her uh her online profile was getting hit like a sling like a What was it? Really? Like a, like a shop, slot machine.
0: I, I'm curious. Like, like what what were the numbers? You know the numbers? I don't
2: know the numbers yet. I don't know the numbers yet because I don't think people stopped tipping her yet. Yeah, you know, yeah. Not everybody sees the fight on fight night. Yeah. You know? yeah. So it's usually a good – and this was our kind of our first – We I mean, we had some trials in the back. We, we didn't make them public. We just kind of let the little people know. But um, this was kind of our first, you know, really kind of public thing. So, and it was – I think it was good numbers, you know, as far as your first fight, fight pass, you know what didn't I Didn't mean? you
0: get, so, to give it a shout-out we'll called Rip-A-Fighter? I heard you said
2: a <laughs> I heard she gave us a shout out. I heard she again. I didn't see the fu- yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the fights and stuff like that. But do you have fight pass? No, I don't you have. Got to get fight pass. pass. I know. I know. I know, I know. I know. I know, I know. Everyone tells me. And, and Titan FC on it. Yep. And uh, and then you but the also- thing is, like, you got to watch it on on your computer, right? It, no, or, like or your phone. You see. You have an iPhone? Yeah, I, no, I got a Galaxy. You can still watch it, but I don't own a computer. My my wife has a computer and stuff. But I, after I got out of college, I'm like, <laughs> I'm done with number two pencils. I'm done with you know all you know stuff like that. You don't have, you have know, a computer? No, my wife has a computer. Really? A computer. What would I need a computer for? I got my phone. You're
0: good, you're a true athlete. I like true that. athlete. You, I, you focus. I,
2: if I need to get on the computer, I say, babe, let me get your computer. Yeah, you watch watching
0: on your phone though. You could watch Fight yeah. Pass on your phone. I it's pretty good. I it's, should do that. I really I, should. I, I actually I like it. You could right right now. You could watch the Nick Diaz trial is on right now on Fight Pass. His hearing, oh, wow. uh, for smoking weed, <laughs> you could, well, you could, people have well. people have a lot of free time. <laughs> you could watch. Uh, I'm surprised they put that on there. Did, did that? You could watch Jake Shields. He got in trouble uh, for punching Paul Harris after he has oh, to do uh, yeah. community service.
2: Yeah,
0: uh, he got in trouble for that. Yeah.
2: No, hey son, we gotta we gotta write a petition or something. <laughs> <laughs> write a petition that would, I would put any other man in that spot, any other fighter in that spot, and they swinging on them. It'd be one worse thing it than what like, they did.
0: It, plus, it's like it's Paul Harris who's known. Yeah, worse over than what he, exactly. So I, you got to
2: give the men a pass for that. You got to take in consideration history.
0: He's got to be the dumbest fighter in the world. I mean, there's a guy who gets kicked out of organizations after wins. Mm-hmm. Like I can't think about how hard it must be to beat a guy like Jake Shields how hard it must be to beat a guy like uh Mike Pierce. You're beating the top fighters in the world with and, your one lock and <laughs> and you're getting kicked out for 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 holding it for two more seconds after they tap. Three more seconds. Yeah. Like Two more seconds
2: at least. At you know, least. he's holding it for a little bit. But it's also
0: like what? Like you did you did
2: all right. this work. Yeah. All the training camps. I think it's work. in his head that it's like I got here, it took me so long to get to this submission. Now I got it. I'm gonna hold this bitch for a little bit. So I mean that's
0: the only mindset I can think of. You know somebody said that he's just he's scared shitless. That he goes in there, he freaks out. No and uh, no. and he gets into We all his, get
2: scared. It ain't it ain't to the point where you're about to black out before the fight, you know what I mean? We all get scared, we all get nervous in a sense, but you know, that, that excuses bull. Throw that out. <laughs> <It's> Kyle, <laughs> that was Kyle Manure.
0: So this week, uh, World Series of Fighting, Justin Gagey is fighting Palomino too. Oh, nice. First fight was a war.
2: Yeah. Uh, I like I trained with Palomino, he's tough, man.
0: Uh, who? Palomino? Yeah.
2: He's tough? He's tough.
0: You think he could beat Gagey?
2: I mean, anything's possible. Second fight, you know what I mean. Second fight is always that gauger. You already know what you're in for. You already seen it. You already, you know, you've been there. So um,
0: who has the advantage of the second fight? The guy who won or the guy who lost?
2: The guy who lost has this advantage. Really? Yeah, I, I believe that because give me two it's like shooting a free throw you get two free throws right you miss on the first one now you know what to do on the second free throw you know i i, I pulled up short i didn't i over pushed it i pushed it to the right I pushed it to the left in your first fight you know what you did in your first fight right so you come up oh, i didn't have enough gas tank now you now you know that you need more gas tank for that fight uh you, you know you, he, he he beat me on my feet now you know you need to train there when you're when you win that fight it's like i don't need to do anything different of course you do make the adjustments like okay he was close here in this position or that but you you don't don't make the the grand adjustments cuz what if you tweak it too much and you mess it up so you're like you know I need to do what I did last time maybe improve it a little bit here and there you know as a as a loser of the first fight that you have to do something different so that changing you can't stay the same unless it's thing. Oh, you were winning the fight and then you got tapped late like like Daniel Strauss versus uh, Pitbull he knows that he was winning the fight and then got choked out in the end so he probably needs another five minutes of, of, of oxygen and, and everything else was great everything else was perfect everything else was fine you need another five minutes of gas same thing in, in fights that you lose where you just don't have enough in there, you know. He's so
0: nice, by the way, Daniel Strasch. Strauss. Strauss is the man, bro.
2: He's a good dude. With his girlfriend,
0: we had from high school. This cute girl from high school, and they were just so sweet. He's so low key; you don't even know he's there. He's, he's like, I'm a huge comedy fan. That's all I listen to is comedy. Me and Strauss went to a show in
2: Miami. Um, this guy, Nate Jackson, um, one of my wife's college friends, he was performing. Yeah, yeah, I know him. And, man, he had us rolling. <laughs> and I think me and, me and Strauss became closer that night, Not nothing gay or anything. I think we came closer that night because we cracked up for about two and a half hours. Uh, I mean, and he didn't stand up for two and a half yeah, hours. Yeah. There was a whole show. But t- we went out and it was like, hey, you want to go out tonight? Yeah, let's go out. Well, my, my girl's got a comedy friend in town. And we. We Went out and it was a ball, you know. Yeah. a good time, you know. Nothing I like crazy. Strauss, he's, he's fighting Pitbull again. In yeah, uh, November yeah. 6th, no, something November
0: 6th. Is that your card on that? you on the no, card I'm also, November 20th, November 20th. Yeah, yes. yeah, so I'm excited about that. Uh, also, uh, so yeah, so so Gaichi Palomino 2, Dave Branch versus Teddy Holder. Uh, Dave Branch, you know him? Nope, I don't uh, he's, know he's, he's a beast, he's on the ultimate fighter, he's a, he's, he's, he's a beast of a man. He's fighting Teddy Holder, who's nine and one. He hasn't lost 2009. His last fight was against Thiago Silva. Oh, yeah. It was an upset win. Uh, they kind of gave through Silva an easy fight, who they thought was easy. And the guy knocked him out. Right. So that's it. And uh, our boy Isaac Valley Flag with of Fighters fighting yes, Esteban Payen. Yeah. Um, now Bellator this week, mm-hmm. Tito against Liam McReary Yeah. Who do you like in that fight?
2: Man, it's hard. It's hard. It really, Come is on. hard. You, I'm, I'm telling you, it's hard because if, if, um, if Liam lays on his back like the. Still to this day, Tito has some of the best ground and power. You know, he yeah. he's heavy with his hips. He's heavy, heavy fisted, heavy punching. So I mean, he's not gonna. You're not gonna submit Tito. You know, he's seen it all as far as submissions and stuff like that goes. So that ain't gonna work. So if he takes him down, which I, I believe Tito can do. He, if it's in the first two or three rounds, I think Tito has an advantage. If it carries longer than that, then I think Liam has an advantage simply because of the uh the gas and the stamina. I mean, He's good on his feet. He's you know, that's where he wants Liam's to be. Liam's young. Yep.
0: Younger, hungrier. Uh, But Tito has seen it all. Yeah. And you don't want to
2: be starstruck because you can say what you want until you step in a cage with a legend like Tito. And it's like, man, that's. I remember watching Tito when I didn't even fight, kind of thing. You know, Tito's been at the top (laughs) of the podium. So it's a lot of people think it's all if I'm stronger, if I'm faster. They forget that there's a whole mental mindset game to this. You know, there's. You could talk all the trash you want until you're across the cage from looking to that guy's eye, and, you know, it it changes your mentally.
0: It's funny, like, Tito, like, I honestly, after the Little Nog fight, I thought he was done. I really did, after he got beasted by Little Nog, uh, and I was like, He's you a know legend. What?
2: He's a competitor, I man. I just, I thought... No that, quitting that guy.
0: Yeah, you know what? But it, I was there, I think, before that fight, and I was, you just saw that his body was breaking down. It yeah. wasn't like, mentally, he just... Just injury, injury, injury. And and it w- wasn't like, oh, this guy's... A- <laughs> mm-hmm. last thing. You just think, okay, this guy's just had too many wars. Yeah. And then since going yeah, to... End his
2: career type of thing.
0: Yeah, and then since going to Bellator, uh, he's looked... <laughs> like, what the fuck? Yeah. I mean, but okay. All right, so let's see. I'm looking at McReary's thing. He beat Emmanuel Newton. Mm-hmm. Weird fight.
2: I thought Emmanuel won. I'm good friends with both of them, but I trained with Emmanuel, so I guess I'm a little bit biased. But I thought Emmanuel won that fight. Before that,
0: he beat Kelly... Anandson, I don't yeah. know who that is. You know who that is from ATT. Oh, Okay, Wrestling is he good? Guy.
2: Yeah, he's tough. He's he's decent, but you know he took him down, and then Liam submitted him.
0: Then he beat uh, Agijus Valavicius. You know who that guy is. No
2: cool. But before that, guys. he
0: beat Mike Much- Mike Musitelli, the punch.
2: And then he's he's got good stand-up, man. And the thing is, he's rangy, he's athletic. Um, He's a little bit stiff in a in a sense. I mean, he is athletic, but he's a little bit like you know, he's he's robotic athletic. He can move a little bit, but he's got good lateral movement. But as far as like being like a you know a a striker like you know Gustafsson or something like that, he's not that kind of like loose. He's a little bit more stiff.
0: He's ten and zero, and he lost his first fight ever against Lloyd Davies in an amateur fight. Before the, before the pro fight In, in 19 seconds We were a we naked choke So all you guys out there Who had an amateur fight Who lose it, Don't give up Don't quit Don't quit Because this guy, this guy A lot of people after Losing in 19 seconds Would be like yeah. You know what It's not for you Here he is 10-0 in Bellator and Fighting a on a the champ. second biggest promotion In the world champ. Headlining it And people are giving him a huge thing Against Tito Ortiz You know I don't know Who's the favorite in the line? It's got to be Liam. I I, I think it's I, – right?
2: I See, that's the thing. We don't know.
0: I, I'm, pre- <laughs> I'm, I, I'm
2: pretty sure. So but Tito I was- can't call it because I know if Tito can take him down and stay away from the submissions, he could ground and pound him to a couple easy, of couple easy rounds.
0: But Tito's last couple fights, Stefan Bonner he beat. But I heard Bonner – I heard from his training partners. He was completely out of shape for that fight. They were like – you know, He did beat Bonner. It was close, close fight, but he beat Bonner. He beat Lamenko, who, who has had the weirdest career I've ever seen in my entire life. At one point, he looked like he, he was unbeatable, and then he yeah. just he loses, he loses to Tito, and he falls apart, and he gets popped for juice. <laughs> Strange career. Before that, he lost to Forrest. I thought he beat Forrest that fight. He lost to Little Nog. I remember hanging out with him before the Little Nog fight. That's when we did that video. Me and Tito did a video where I gave him all these jokes for the award show. <laughs> they never aired it. Tito got mad at me same thing would happen with Bisbing. Me and B- I-, I made this infomercial for Bisbing, mm-hmm. where it was uh, uh, in the arms of an angel it was that Sarah McLaughlin video yeah. and we put all the guys who failed no, TRT so over angel. that song all the guys who were, who were banned who've been losing <laughs> and then it cut too high I'm Michael Bisbing. for $20 a month <laughs> you could feed a guy coming off TRT <laughs> and it had like it, it was fucking hilarious this thing oh. would have been a viral smash oh, and people people were like why was, didn't they hear it? Dur- during the award show so... It got a good response, but people were like, "Oh fuck, that's fucked up." Too soon. Yeah, too soon. <laughs> the fighters that they were making fun of were there yeah. at the time.
2: Wow, you gotta you gotta play that.
0: I was so pissed at the award. It ain't, it guys.
2: ain't our fault. It ain't the comics' fault. It ain't the fighters' fault who are clean. Yeah, it's, it's the dirty bastards that are in the crowd that are fighting dirty. You know, that's like they never aired it. And then Bisping. What's got the upset difference with... between taking steroids, right, and and going in there and fighting and putting quarters in your gloves and then going in there? And you think it's, you know? It's difference? I'm saying. What's there is the, a difference. I don't think there's a difference. Really? It's both cheating. You're trying to make an advantage. Basically, on steroids, you put the quarters in your body and you go try to fight. The only difference is you put the quarters in your gloves and you're trying to hit them with quarters in your gloves. You
0: know what? As to a me, fighter who's been in there, I trust your your thing. Yeah. I would... I would assume it's not exactly the same because, like, I know Margarito, who was fighting with loaded gloves, Antonio Margarito, mm-hmm. he had a humongous advantage. I don't even know why they even let him back. I mean, you look right. at his record before that right. to after that, it was like he won one fight, lost six. And before that, he looked like a fucking world beater. Right.
2: Lo- loaded gloves is no different between loaded gloves and a loaded body.
0: Wow. Okay. So, so Tito lost to Forrest, Little Nog, Rashad Evans. Uh, then he, he beat Brian Bader. Before that, he lost... Three to Hamill, Forrest Griffin, Le- Leota.
2: I mean, but but you look at his list of names; it's just a who's who. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you're gonna lose. You're gonna, <laughs> you you fight on that high level off that often, you're gonna lose to a couple of different guys. You
0: know. So you're you're picking Tito.
2: I'm not gonna say that I'm picking Tito. I want to see a good fight. Tito's my boy. I talked to him not too long ago. He's really interested in Tipa Fighter. I don't know how it's going to work, you know, for him as far as being, you know, that that legend. You know, yeah. we still don't know what of Fighter how it works with the with the bigger name so guys. Yeah, so many fans though. You know, he's got so like many fans. Has so many fans, and he you know. can obviously always give his type of winnings and stuff to charities. You know, we're talking to big guys like that. Yeah, They're like you know, if you don't, if you're thinking that the money would be a little too greedy for you, you can obviously give it to charity. So you know, I, just just the fact of he, he's entertaining the, the fact that yeah, you know, I would love to sit and talk about Tipa Fighter. Yeah. It would be it's crazy
0: there was a this, this podcast got me into a mess of a thing so which podcast this podcast before you were here so we had Amber Nicole on right okay. who's now dating Tito she okay. was one of the yep. original yep. UFC ring girls I know her. beautiful girl right. i mean, even now smoking hot mm-hmm. uh, so she's dating Tito so she goes on the podcast talks all this shit about her her ex-husband John Wood who's now Roxanne Montefiore's trainer so then, right, John Wood at the time was dating Jenna Jameson, Tito's ex. They mm-hmm. swapped. Mm-hmm. So then, da, John Wood hits me up on Twitter. You gotta get me on that fucking podcast. Yada 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 yada. Because she was talking shit. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> so then so then right, it gets even weirder. So then, John Wood's ex was this girl uh, who Amber. I forgot. Colleen, who's now dating Josh Barnett. Right. So they all come to my comedy show one night. Like it, it's, all of them. Well, except for Tito and Amber. But it was like, <laughs> it was John Wood. Uh, it, it John- John Wood, Jenna Jameson, Josh Barnett, his ex-girlfriend and then like team syndicates there i don't know any of this like right. i i really don't know i don't know the whole <laughs> MMA a <laughs> very had you, small had, had you known with jokes have been different well what happened was i'm on stage and i'm like guys there's some celebrities here right. give it up for john wood right. and right next to him like uh josh barnett it was like
2: <laughs>
0: it was like <laughs> fucking... awkward oh, it was so fucking awkward D- uh, jesus awesome. christ
2: not nah, man john wood i, I did uh, the show with uh john wood the ultimate fighter show he Great guy, awesome dude,
0: real real good guy. I I like John Wood a lot. I mean, he's a super nice guy, great trainer. You look Mm -hmm. at what they did with Roxanne Modaffari. I always see him in the
2: corner. If you got you're fighting out of Vegas, usually you see John Wood in the corner,
0: and because he he owns Syndicate and like Roxanne Motifari who. Like, there's a girl, when I watched Ultimate Fighter, she had lost six fights in a row, maybe seven. She was getting beat up pretty bad on that show. And it was one of those things where I'm like, maybe, maybe the sport has evolved around her. She's a great jiu-jitsu girl. Mm-hmm. Striking is like, looked like it needed a ton of work. Almost to the point where it was like, uh, who's going who's gonna to be the guy to tell her night time, it up. hang yeah. it up. She goes over to Syndicate. She's won three out of four fights. Mm -hmm. Last – she got a stoppage on Saturday night. Looks like a fucking world beater. I I, I swear to God. I actually ran up to her. I go, Roxanne, her last fight, she was with John Wood. I saw him at the comedy show, and I go – you're looking like a fucking. You're an athlete now. Right. Like, I, I never seen did it. Do before. some ladder drills or what? Yeah. I said and John Wood looks at Roxanne. And he goes, "Wow, I, I bet you never thought we'd ever hear that before." Like, like, yeah. like she really he became people, an athlete. Right? Yeah. I, I've never seen it before like that. Man,
2: I almost took up uh, took him up on an offer because after I did the Ultimate Fighter show, I was thinking about you know I was still in between ATT and I, I knew around that time I needed to find something that fit me. You know, it wasn't that ATT didn't fit me. It's just I needed to go back to the basics, learn. You know, learn. Learn a little MMA through English words. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it was like, oh, push your body more, do this, do that, and I'm just like, I don't know what the fuck you're saying. Wait, where Were you doing that? I was at ATT, yeah, you yeah. know, and and uh, of course, b- training with Lebo was amazing for me. You know, getting that that type type of knowledge from Laborio was, you know, you can't you can't replace that anywhere. But then, you know, doing other trainings and doing other things, I, I needed to slow down, maybe not train with certain people, and, and just kind of have my own little Pace so I yeah. can find myself. You know, I really wasn't finding myself. You're also at coming ATT. from
0: a, from a huge. I mean, your wrestling is so more advanced than everyone else. It's yeah, like, it's yeah. Like, I,
2: I needed to back that off. Stop wrestling so much. But there, it was like survive. You know, like how the, they were talking on the uh, on the. Uh, on the press conference calls, like, oh, you're a survivor. All oh, you doing is survive. <laughs> Shit. In, in practice out there, that was what I was doing. I, I wasn't getting better because if, if I was trying to get better, if I make a mistake, down there, you were paying for your mistakes. You getting and, you're getting knocked out. You're getting knocked out. You're getting hurt. So I couldn't make mistakes, but I couldn't advance in learning because I had to wrestle the death out of people to just survive that practice in a sense. So therefore it was like, oh, no I don't know if I'm gonna show up Tuesday's practice. <laughs> I'm a little sore. I just survived <laughs> Monday's practice. Right. Eh, well I think I'm a. will be there on Friday <laughs> kind of thing. So you know, I didn't really get better. Not not because I wasn't at practice, but that's definitely one of the cases, but because I wasn't getting better, I was trying to survive. I was I was fighting in practice to try to win practices, you know, and you can't he wanted me to uh, come out there he was just building syndicate. I think he already had a gym and stuff like that. I already own yeah. syndicate but he, he just opened up a new spot out there when we were doing the ultimate fighter show and he took me and Jones over there and it, it basically nothing was built everything was he was just putting the cage together it was a big ass place yeah and he was like you know if you come out here you know I can hire you as a wrestling coach and you can train with us and I was just like man already guaranteed job great gym great trainer kind of know these guys and you know at that time it was you know Vegas so,
0: Vegas might have not have been good for you <laughs> it, especially coming
2: especially coming off the whole ATT not training thing, <laughs> But, you know, so I really threw some things around. And obviously, you know, I I, I made some changes in my life that, you know, where it finally got me on the right path and right pace. But uh, back then, you know, I can't even say back then, you know, two years ago, three years ago, something like that. But it was a it was a time in my life where I was like, you know what, that might be a good idea. But, you know, we we made the right decisions and we are where we are. And I can't I can't complain if I did. Now now watching
0: the Wrestling Worlds this weekend, you watch any of that? I got a recorder. I have not watched it yet. Man, this weekend,
2: (laughs) the first football weekend, I watched football all all day Saturday, I went to church and watched football all day Sunday. After that,
0: now but now when you when you watch wrestling though, when you get around to watching it, I wonder. Yeah. So you you watched Jordan Burroughs win the gold, which was awesome. I watched yeah. that. He yeah. looked he looked amazing. He beat yeah. a guy who he'd already beaten six nothing, but yeah. it was still like he's so damn quick. Yeah. Do you sometimes? Get a little envious or... No, no, see,
2: uh, people ask me that. <laughs> no, I'm, see, I'm proud of our USA, uh, USA team because we've come a long way. When I won Junior Worlds, it was eight-way classes, seven Russian champions, and then myself. So the parade was... Team Russia in this convertible limousine kind of thing. And then I had my own little pickup truck convertible thing. It was like the parade. Like, you know how they have the Patriots parade? But, yeah. You know, it was the parade, but it was just – it was Team Russia. The guy who took third in <laughs> my weight class was the Russian. So it was like seven Russian champions and a third-place guy out of their eight guys and then me by myself. <laughs> so, uh, it was the Bubba Parade? Yeah, it was the bubble Parade. It was,
0: and, and, and Team America, we took tenth. So basically – at took tenth, <laughs> were the other guys like on your team like looking at you like great job? You could tell they were resentful. i not resentful, but they were upset that they hadn't placed. I wouldn't say they were upset or looking at
2: me in any kind of way. They more that more of the guys because it was such an individual sport at that point at, at that level that they were more looking at themselves. Plus, a lot of us I mean, it was the junior worlds. It wasn't the world world, so you know a lot of guys still had. Uh, Seasons To come up You know I'll get back You know I'll get back In the wrestling season You know David Taylor Was our our Smaller weight guy And we had a couple Other uh, pretty good guys But Then it was like Russia And the other countries Were so dominant That You know it, It was hard to see America starting to come With any kind of Champion or anything like that, and now you're starting to see us win Olympics. You're starting to see us win worlds, and you know, starting to get our wrestling back to where, you know, we can compete as far as like on the
0: world level. So You didn't ask a question though. Do you feel resentful at all? Or, or no, no, are no, feel, I'm like, I'm happy, or no. I'm not resentful. I'm happy. No, I'm happy
2: for. Him. No, I'm I'm happy for Burroughs. I don't know who else won, but I'm 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 extremely happy for Jordan. And you know, when people talk about the podcast, oh, you beat you beat Jordan, you beat you know, it's something that I can say, yeah, I did it. But if he was on the podcast and we stopped talking about, it, look, guys, right, look, that was a
0: long <laughs> Long time ago, you know. No, 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 no. There's nobody that I've ever seen you say except for the uh, Metcalf is the uh-huh. only guy that you really want to be up against yeah. and you say he beat me 10 times yeah he, be- right. he beat me a lot of times and, uh, and also a lot. but yeah I mean you are extremely humble in, yeah. in when it comes to this stuff right. I know for sure for sure but no I, I'm not
2: resentful of it like I not resentful but a I mean, like, little bit of me there's I, I know what you mean I know what you mean there's a little bit of me that says man you know you beat Jordan you beat a lot of these guys that are you know on the team and are, are, are competing for the world what if you didn't go into MMA and you just stuck to wrestling maybe for another three years but the time that i won nationals that was going to be one of my last matches either way you know what i mean maybe if i had lost in the finals i would feel like that emptiness of man i did not achieve something that i wanted to achieve after being the junior world champion after winning you know university university championships and things like that um, i had won every tournament except olympics and except worlds and then NCAA. So as soon as I won the NCAA, it was like, okay, let's go get these other things, but it was like I was li- I was broke. I was fresh out of college, you know. Well, I-
0: plus you've had 10 fights. Whereas in wrestling uh, uh, I mean now I tried to go back And it was just so different I I
2: competed And I didn't take it as serious But I I just wanted to get in shape And and lose weight And be on weight For one of my fights So I went to the uh, To the trials And I I just I didn't wrestle well Not because I didn't You know wasn't in wrestling I just wasn't there But it was like After I beat the first After I beat the first guy If I would If I would continue to wrestle It would have been Four other national champions Before I had to wrestle The guy in the weight You know what I mean So it was like Before I would have to wrestle Metcalf, so I had to wrestle Oliver and all these other guys, and then at the end of the tournament, I would have got paid zero dollars for it. <laughs> you know what I mean? I gotta wrestle four and that best guys in the country, and then go wrestle this guy, and then after my first match, my neck was all bent up, my back was sore, and I was just like, I'm not making no kind of money for this, where it's like, I, I have a long weekend. You, yeah, you, know you have I mean? a kid and a wife to support. Yeah, absolutely. You know. So I couldn't live that life
0: anymore, as far as being
2: I, a lot of those guys are still living like they're in college. Other people ask me, they no ask me Men
0: living on dorms People ask me about MMA They're like Why do you like I'm like Well it's basically The wrestler's graduation yeah. I mean it's I, I'm not I, I get way more excited For MMA Than I do The Olympic World yeah. Trial Or whatever that is yeah. I mean because it's So many wrestlers Are dominant you know, but yeah. I, I, I like, but I, but I do wonder how a guy like you or a guy like Johnny Hendricks or certain guy, Ben Askren, when they watch that. Yeah. Because they, some of us get immigrants because you get that itch. It's like
2: being, you know, being good in high school, really good in high school at football, and then, you know, you see three or four of your high school teammates make it to the NFL. And you're like, man, fire. If, I, if <laughs> I ran a couple <laughs> more sprints, man, I could be giving, you know, I could be making that level. But then you're just like, yeah, that time has passed. <laughs> you know, it's whatever. <laughs>
0: All right, so uh, before we get to Daniel Cormier, our, which is our guest, I mean, how cool of a fucking podcast we have—the the the UFC champion yeah. who's headlining UFC uh, 190. You should ask him about that
2: time that I came to train for Junior Worlds, and him and Mo Law talked so much trash on me. You should ask him. I if was you actually, that. you
0: know, what's funny? I was like. I thought about that, right? That was one of the questions I wrote down to ask him. Mm-hmm. But then I'm like, I don't know. I don't want to blow up Bubba's spot. Nah. So I'm happy that you nah, actually said You should said ask him. That.
2: You'd be like, hey, so Bubba told me about this story that you just completely trashed him. You called him a nappy-headed little black boy and you told him that he wouldn't place in the next year's national tournament because there was 10 guys that you can name to beat him. We will what, 100%. What, what do you feel about when he won? You should ask oh, him. We're going to 100% Cause, ask Because if he back. was a
0: white boy, his face would turn red. Uh, 100%. So before we talk to Cormier, American Icon Autographs a i a s e com the best sports and celebrity memorabilia and events check them out build your man cave all those great giveaways that I give away that's these guys that's Sean he he couldn't be nicer he's a, a great friend of the community also Chimera Coffee become the legend use code MMA Roasted k i m e r a k o f f e e com Best new tasting coffee, along with nootropics, which are brain vitamins. Tip a fighter, we've discussed that before. However, these guys need to get paid more, and girls, okay? I, gu- I guarantee uh, Andrea Lee is a lot happier right now. Absolutely. I mean, that other girl said she was getting 1500 bucks for the title shot. Remember? Mm-hmm. That girl with panty. Mm-hmm. I-, I guarantee Andrea is walking away with money that she was not expecting. Absolutely. That's, that's, it, tw- how good does it feel to have extra money sometimes? Yeah. You get It feels pretty good to me. And least.
2: then when we send you your check, you're like, okay, so why did I get this again? <laughs> oh, because people like me. Okay, cool. That's awesome. Tip of fighter man, is changing a lot of different fighters' lives, especially after they get their check.
0: So we're going to talk to Daniel. Then we're going to discuss the uh, the Bellator, uh, and that's her first check thing coming I mean, on.
2: Imagine her fifth check from now.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, gonna, we're also going to talk about Titan FC this weekend. A lot of good fights coming up. Let's call DC right now. Hello. Hello. Is this Daniel Cormier? Yeah. You're on the MMA Roasted Podcast. It's me, Adam Hunter. I'm here with Bubba Jenkins. How are you, man?
1: Hey, hey what's up, Adam? How you doing, brother?
0: Good. How are you? Last time I talked to you. Oh, good. Just get it was before you were the champion. You are now
1: the champion. How fucking great is that? Yeah, man. I'm mean, I'm pumped. It's a, great, it's a great feeling, man. Just finished training. Nice. Just walked out of the gym, actually. Going to pick my kids up from school.
0: Nice, nice, nice. You got a, a huge fight coming up against Alexander Gustafson. Uh, how are you feeling about this fight, and how are you preparing for him?
1: I feel good, man. You know, he's, Alex presents some problems because of his height and his footwork, but... I think we've covered those things, man. We've been working real hard and and, uh, just preparing in all the areas we're going to need in order to win this fight. This is a very tough fight, but very winnable and uh, one that I expect to win. And not only just win, but win dominantly.
0: Now, I mean, a guy like Augustus, you know, there's no way he can catch up to your wrestling and uh, what you've accomplished in your wrestling. Is that, I mean, is that the game plan? Just take this guy down and just pound the shit out of him?
1: No, man, you know, I'm going to do everything. You know, I think you cannot limit yourself to one singular game plan. Right. Uh, There are levels to what we're going to do. We're we're looking at doing a lot of different things inside of the octagon. Uh, And obviously wrestling is one part of that, but that is not our singular focus. You know, we're looking to fight everywhere. We're looking to, uh, we're looking at, we're going to, we figure he'll defend some takedowns. Uh, He won't defend some takedowns. Sometimes he'll get back to the speed. Sometimes he won't get back to the speed. So uh, we've got to be prepared to do everything.
0: Right, no, that's that, that's why you're the champion. <laughs> Other people would not be the champion. That's why you're the champion. Now, your last fight, I was I was worried, man. You went into that fight against uh, Anthony Johnson, who is creates a problem for everybody. How hurt were you in that first round?
1: You, you know what, man? I I, uh, I I wasn't that hurt. You know, a lot of it I think had to do with me slipping. I kind of when he hit me you know he landed a really good shot but uh, i wasn't really hurt you know i was i was kind of stunned uh but i think it was more just balance he
3: really good
1: shot yeah. uh, it wasn't
3: that bad i mean I, I felt
1: like i was okay you know i i i was able to grab him right away and i didn't allow him to get the follow up shot on me you know he he uh it's not the first shot that really gets you out of there it's the ones that come afterwards the second and the third in the fourth and I was able to stay away from those other big shots, you know. I mean, had
0: you ever been have you ever been more hurt than that in a fight or in a in a sparring?
1: Yeah, yeah, I've been hurt more than that before. Uh I got a knee one time uh in practice, I got knee by Josh Barnett, it was a lot worse than that, but you know, that one just looked much worse than it really was. Uh, I did get hit, but I was actually going back and I was fading away from the shot when he hit me, so I was able to actually take a lot of the, the power off of it.
0: Gotcha, gotcha. Now, um, by the way, I gotta thank you. I act people. Obviously, people know this that like last year during this time. I, I wrote the song All About That Cake. <laughs> and, and, I, I yep. ca- and I texted you and I said, Hey, will you be in this All About That Cake video? And you replied, Sure, man, no problem, no problem. I think you kind of were like, oh, whatever, uh, you know, sure, whatever. And then you actually showed up to shoot. I couldn't be there, I was on the road. Did you even know what you were going into?
1: No, not really you know it was a little bit it was a little different, but <laughs> a lot of bit different sometimes you, to, <laughs> sometimes you you gotta be willing to to just let go you know and have fun and it seemed fun, you know it was a good time it was a good time like <laughs> to. And uh, when 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 it was playing at the MMA awards, I was like, "Oh my goodness, you gotta be kidding me!"
0: <laughs> no, because I texted you. I go, I go, how'd it go? How'd it go? And then you go, you, to be honest, it just went okay, you know. And I was like, "Ah, shit, he's probably yeah."
1: It was just okay. I didn't know how it went, you know. I was like, I don't know. It seemed kind of kind of crazy but whatever <laughs> it was fun so, I had a good time and, and uh, it ended up going over like Gamebusters,
0: dude it, it became it got 40 million hits on Facebook the thing went ballistic <laughs> I mean people were saying that you're like my grandmother's favorite fighter little kids were saying it it, it got on like on television what were you thinking during all that
1: yeah <laughs> it was just nuts I was like wow this is much bigger than I ever anticipated becoming <laughs> I was, like, this is I was like, I cannot believe so many people are watching this video. And It wasn't like it was happening over the course of time. This was happening over like a day. It was like, whoa, from 2 million to 10 million. I was like, man, I was like, this is crazy.
0: <laughs> but you said your, your uh, daughters loved it, right?
1: My daughter loved it. She kept. She kept
3: singing it and, and, and singing it,
1: and uh, she didn't she doesn't say it all about the cake. she kept going, blah ba ba because she's a baby, you know, but she loved it, man she just absolutely loved it, and I think more than anything that that's what made it okay because you don't want your kids to eat you're like, all right. This is okay. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's what I figured. I like, I figured your kids probably see you fight all the time, but they know you as the goofy dad. So now it was nice to see, like, yeah. th- that they could celebrate you as goofy dad, uh, and now everyone else saw it too. The crazy you know?
1: thing is that the crazy thing is that for everything I've accomplished in the sport. People come up to me and go, "You're the cake and chicken guy." <laughs> like, "Wow, I'm like, you're the cake and chicken
0: guy." <laughs> now, the, crazy. The, the sad part was that, like, like it ha- it came out right after the John Jones fight, and I was like, "Oh no!" Because I huh? cause, and then people were like, "Man," uh-huh. they were like, "John Jones must have really fucked this guy up." Now he's talking about cake and chicken.
3: <laughs> and
1: singing, <laughs> singing I did it long before that, though. <laughs> I've done it long before that. Yeah, that's what. <laughs> Just the, I, just the fact that, just the fact that people could think that losing a, comp- a competition could could make somebody go off the deep end like that is insane.
4: <laughs> After everything that I've been
1: through in my entire life, to think that losing in a competitive Event would make me lose my mind. Is crazy. <laughs> there are many more things over the course of my life that would have made me lose my mind before losing a freaking fight. Now, Nothing.
0: now, what do you think about John Jones? Do you think he's gonna end up th- serving jail time, or you think he'll get out? What's, what? What are your thoughts on all that?
1: I don't know, man. You know, it's like we don't hear anything. You know, like we don't know what's going on. And I think that's for the best. You know, he, I think John's doing the right thing. I think John's at home working on John, the person and not really worrying about John the fighter. You know, in time, john his face again, and uh, he'll be just as good as he always was, and he'll be right back around the top, you know, fighting for the championship. So, the uh, most important thing is right now, him fixing himself personally, and, and the fact that we don't hear from him, you know, I think that's uh, that's step number one. Isolate yourself to the people that really care about you, the people that truly love you, and let them help you through this time. I mean, I don't... I don't know what's going on with John. I don't know if it's going to be jail time. I don't know. I just, I really don't, I really don't spend that much of my time thinking about it. You know, I just, I really honestly only think about John Jones when I'm in a competitive situation. That's it. Now, I got to say, of that, I worry about other things that are much more important my, my kids and my family.
0: Now, I gotta say, that first fight with John Jones, or the only fight with John Jones you had, I was at the weigh ins, right? And here's when I became very concerned about, about you, because I was really hoping you'd win. Honestly, I, I'm still hoping you win. I'm so happy you're the champ now. But I was at the weigh ins, and I saw that when you were weighing in, you were so emotional. And you had you I had never uh-huh. seen I had never seen an, an athlete that emotional, and I was like ah shit like this guy Past that level it was personal mm-hmm. at that like, point it yeah. may be too personal mm-hmm. it, it may be too much it may you, you were not relaxed every every fight before that you were extremely relaxed your fight with Bigfoot Silva your fight with Barnett mm-hmm. all your fights you're very even even with Anthony Johnson very relaxed but with John Jones you were so intense yeah. do you think that worked against you?
1: Oh, yeah, 100%. Too invested emotionally. I tied myself too much to everything. And then the thing about it was, because the fight got pushed back, everything was, like, long. Everything mm-hmm. wasn't a two-month deal where him and I were just, like, into each other constantly, but it was, like, three years. And then, and then uh, six more months afterwards because he hurt himself. It was just a, it was just long, a long build, uh, so much around it. It played play too big a part in it. You know, I, I, need, I have to detach myself uh, if him and I are to ever compete again.
0: Yeah, no, I think a relaxed Cormier, it's a different fight. You know, and uh, I think it's a different... Well, I, think I mean, you, you know,
1: know. I, I'm, I'm better that way. I'm better when I can differentiate personal from professional. And I've always done a good job of that. You know, and just in that instance, I, I, I was not able to do that. That's why when we started fighting, the pace was so frantic and ridiculous. Uh, It was very tough to keep. So as you got into the later rounds, both of us were pretty much just holding each other. You know, he got those takedowns in the fourth, but for the most part, we were just kind of hugging against the fifth because we were so damn tired.
0: Yeah, no, and I, I think I think a, 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 a rematch, different fight. Now I gotta talk, mention, Bubba Jenkins is here. <laughs> uh, before the interview, he mm-hmm. he was saying that he went to your what was the Olympic Training Center?
2: Yeah, we was at the Olympic Training Center. And
0: that you long time ago, two thousand seven, two thousand eight, something. like you that. You were making fun of him for having nappy hair, <laughs> and that you told him he would <laughs> you told him he would never be champion, and that there were ten guys that were better than him, and then you had won the championship, right?
2: Uh, he told me, don't cut. Uh, why am I there? For Junior Worlds, because uh, we haven't had a Junior World champion since 1999. At that point, <laughs> and then he's like, he won it, and then, and then he won it, and, and, and then he said, "Man, we'll wait to wrestle the next year." And, I, and him and Mo Law were ganging up on me, right? So he goes, "What, we'll wait to wrestle the next year?" I'm like, I'm like at 149. He was like, "Man, Jordan Burroughs, Dario Caldwell, Schlater, mech Man, I know ten guys next right guy, now. Right now, the top him, of my I will ten even guys all will be American.
1: Yep. Hey, 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 listen. <laughs> hey, hey, listen." seems like I did a pretty good job with the kid. He overcame adversity to show me up. And seven years later, he's bragging about it. DC, what a motivational guy you are, Bubba Jenkins. Hey, Adam, I did not know he held me in such high regard that he needed to impress me like that. Thank you, Bubba. I appreciate it.
2: No doubt, man. Thank you. I do, because honestly, not no, all jokes aside, when I went to the training center, me being a young black kid from Virginia, like a little bit hood area, I'm like, oh Cormier's there and Mo Law's there and, and these are you know black guys that are doing it in the sport so it was like oh I'm looking up to these guys and then I sit there after practice and they're like who is this nappy headed mother get your ass out what- hey, Bubba had the sh- hey. <laughs> <laughs> Bubba had some nappy hair back in the day though. I was like
1: wow <laughs> Bubba looked like us when I was- probably was I was just looking at myself in college because I had some nappy hair I was like dang I was busted like that <laughs> <laughs> Bubba's a man Bubba's a man Bubba's the man, man. Bubba, (laughs) Bubba does a good job. You know, Bubba does commentating for ESPN for NCAA wrestling tournaments. Bubba's fighting good in Bellator. Bubba's NCAA champ, junior world championship. Man, I can't, (laughs) I can't say anything bad about my man, Bubba Jenkins. And. If, if, if the time is right Bubba J will lace up those wrestling shoes and go out there and wrestle again not many of us will do that nice
2: yeah absolutely if you give me the right name and say hey you can't beat this guy because he's you know a champion I'll say man let me let me hop off the couch and put on these, these ASICs again have to tap that ass
1: man I, I did try- I'll get him I'll get him I'll get him hey Adam I'll get him wrestling by next year don't worry about it I'll take you something let me work on some material for Bubba he'll be on the Olympic team next year
0: <laughs> You're right. you gotta talk some trash I'll be back out there well, but, uh, Bubba's gotta a big fight coming up against uh, Jordan Jordan Parsons. He's
2: fighting in Bellator. Yeah, November twentieth, man. I got this. And like you said, you got real emotional into that uh, John Jones fight. This guy's been calling me out. He's been hitting up my, my Twitter, hitting up my Facebook. I mean, he's been hitting up everything. And and I've actually lost a little sleep about how I'm gonna beat this guy up. You know what I mean? Like I was in my sleep and I threw a hook while I was sleeping. Like oh, you know, and thinking about how I want to beat him up. And November twentieth is three months away. So you know, I gotta I gotta stay calm and not be so. Uh, emotionally invested but, but i want to beat the hell out of this dude you gotta detach
1: yourself man <laughs> yeah you for gotta sure. detach yourself whatever you do spend some time with with your family and and don't worry about this guy this guy is going to be there on november 20th and that's the only time you should really worry about him outside of training situation right right outside of that man just live your life don't let this guy seep into your real life that's just, i don't let these guys these guys don't they don't matter in my real life what matters in my real life is what's important, my family, and my kids. That's it. Nothing else matters. This is a sport, man. We're doing this for sport.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. Got to feed the family with it. But I was trying to talk to you in, uh, in Vegas about that Tip-A-Fighter thing. You've been, you've been naming off these accolades. Man, I'm trying to start this business up with tip fighter and you was treating your boy like like 2008 again. Didn't really? No, nah, nah, he he was cool with it, but I didn't want to talk to him at the party or
1: anything like that. Where were so. we? Where where, oh, well, was that a party, Bubba? I yeah, 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 you right. yeah, I, I, I didn't, I didn't, that's why I people. didn't even bring it up. I didn't,
0: I didn't bring it up. That's why I was like, oh, I'm going to just chill. So, <laughs> I never brought I it up. So, so Dan, Bubba has this company where the hey, fans... Hey, let me tell you
1: something. I didn't treat Bubba that way. Bubba Bubba, they said they wouldn't let you go with, with, with Timberland going, who got you in the spot? You Who did. got you in it, Bubba? My man. I was like, man, Ooh, let's man, go, Cormier. Bubba.
2: Let's go, baby. <laughs> okay. I was with the champ. I was with the champ, so everything was cool. <laughs> they were like, no Timberlands, a.k.a. no black people without being somebody kind of thing, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to walk in with Cormier, and everything's <laughs> going to be cool. We, we didn't even go through the regular <laughs> exit. Crazy, we went up the man. elevator in the back sign nice. through the back door, right behind the DJ booth and shit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so
1: again, guy, Bubba, man. So Bubba
0: started this company to help fighters. Basically, the, the fans can directly tip the fighter. It's called tip a fighter. So let's say you knock out Gustafson in the first round. You're with tip a fighter. You have a million fans. They all throw you twenty bucks. All of a sudden, you got twenty million dollars. So it's this play- thing where the fans can, <laughs> the fans can directly tip the fighter. Yeah, so, man. I started. That's at, awesome. That's a great idea.
2: I've been trying to. I've been trying to basically What's get up? ten minutes of your ear so I can explain it to you. But man, it's taking off. We got about twenty
1: fighters Adam, now. Adam.
2: And, yes. Yes.
1: Text me. Give, make sure Bubba has my number so we can talk. You Bubba, you I got my number. You know Call I got me up your after number. this. <laughs> <laughs> hey boys, I got the UFC. I got the. I got the UFC calling me right now. I should probably answer it. Yeah, you should probably do that, man. Okay, good talking cool. to you, buddy. Thank you, DC. <laughs> DC, thanks for being on
0: the show. All man. right, Adam. Thank you. Thank you, man. No problem, boys. Bye bye. Bye. All right, that was Daniel. I think the UFC was calling? He wanted to go out the phone. <laughs> <laughs> there he goes again, avoiding me. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, by the way, uh, Obama's calling right now. I, I got to go, man. Oh, but, yeah, so that nah, was Daniel but Cormier. But, you know, he's
2: he's the face right now for them uh, as far as, you know, the bigger guys go and stuff. So, you know, I, I would not doubt at all that UFC's calling him and, you know, they yeah. want him to do some PR work and stuff like that. Such he's got a big great fight. a guy, man. Yeah, Cormier has been a, a really cool guy. After He did, uh, in his defense, he did call me <laughs> after I won. My national, after I won Junior Worlds, he called me and told me how proud of it he was. Oh, really? But yeah. So I weighed it like, like first I was mad at him. Then I was okay with him. And then I neutralized it and being like, okay, we're acquaintances. But then after the years went by, I got over it, obviously. But, <laughs> yeah, seven you know, years later. Seven years later. <laughs> it's like, I did a good job speaking Bubba. And yeah, you, I mean, now that I see it that way, he definitely did a good job of motivating me. Because I never forgot that. I, I will never forget it till the day I die that... I, there, there was a time I was looking up to these guys, and they put me down,
0: but it only really – like he was saying, it really only helped drive me. I have that with comics, me. too. Comics yeah. told me when I first started out, like, th- you know, but it just – it's hard when you meet, like, your hero- – they say never meet your heroes. Mm-hmm. They're only going to let you down, which right. I, I don't know if I agree with that, but right. I, I understand it. You know, it's got to be hard for you because – you know, especially King Mo. First time I met King Mo, he was such a dick to me. Yeah, I, I met, King Mo. I don't think is as good at first impressions. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, but no, 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 After you actually talk to him, he's the sweetest guy. Yeah, and, and he's a, he's a good dude. Yeah, King Su. But in the beginning, he's very he's just one of those dudes. I think that like assumes- they put up that
2: uh that um that per that new person- new personality fades up. Like you won't get the mole that you know from back in the day in college. You'll get the mole that has done something, and then they put up that wall. It's two different walls. Like when i'm you know when i'm at church and stuff like that i'm obviously not telling about my own personal life but right. i still meet and greet people you know real casual but if i'm at a wrestling tournament there's a definitely a different wall there i'm not you know i'm not new or shady to anybody you know right. you can you th- there won't be any stories you can ask anybody twitter it find it out all the people who are listening go try and find someone who said i've actually been addicted to them you won't find
0: it because i'm you, you, i'm you always open out of to your everybody day you know to drive 45 minutes out of the way To coach a bunch of kids, I mean... I, that would have cost me I don't know how many Thousands of dollars That would have cost me <laughs> I mean you did it Because you're a nice guy yeah. I, I, I mean you're a friend
2: You're a guy But that- I pride myself And this is the thing That a lot of MMA guys Don't understand Like you know My my neighborhood is like You can't change You know you can't change Because so many people Make it out of Virginia You know And then when you go back To Virginia I think Virginia is more Of a small community We got so many Great athletes Michael Vick Alan Iverson I mean you can pers- You can keep naming them And you know A lot of them go back And they're the same and a lot of them go back and they change. So I pride myself I mean absolutely to the day I die I will be the same person that I mean obviously things will change about me But me willing to shake a hand Sign an autograph, take a picture And talk to the people That's half the reason why I'm doing it Half the reason is to get paid The other half is to, is to be competitive But there's another percentage in there of, of being that person that wants me to be like You know what I pride myself on being this cool Everyday you can talk to me anywhere type of person Because that's, that's great, what you gotta man. have
0: that's, that's super, that's super Cool. Now, as far as uh, Michael Vick being, how how big is dog fighting in your area? It's, it's man, curiosity. It's,
2: it's big in the South.
0: Big, right? I've seen. I've I don't seen even a couple understand dog that. Dog how, I, I don't know. But it's funny. Like, like I hung out with a couple UFC fighters this week and yeah. got uh, American Top Team guys. Yeah. And then like they're texting me like, "Hey man, don't worry if something goes down." And they're showing pictures of their of their, their guns.
3: Right. <laughs> like
0: right. like um, three guys had their guns on them. Yeah. And I'm like, you guys are the last guys that I would. <laughs> Everything is yeah. gonna need a gun, yeah. but I think just think that's how in Georgia uh, or Florida where we were, mm-hmm. a lot of people have guns. Yeah, uh, like that's why when like gun control is a big deal, I'm like, it
2: ain't the sunshine state, it's the gunshine state. Is that what they call it? Yeah, you gotta have your you gotta have your pistol on you there. Cause you know, if have you ever watched First Forty Eight? No. Oh well, then you wouldn't know. You don't have the knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> the first forty-eight, man, it's it's some of it's in Alabama, some of it's uh, you know Texas. Eighty percent of first forty-eight murder. It's like the first forty-eight after the first forty-eight hours of somebody dies, they're investigating and yeah, trying yeah. to find a killer. It's a true. It's real. It's you know, it's reality. Most of it's happening in South Florida. I mean, people are getting killed and shot, and you know, on the daily out there. So, you know, it's it, like I was saying last episode: it's better to have and not need than to need and not have. You got, you, you know, you got to protect your family, got to protect yourself. You know, and some people say, "Oh, you should just live your life." You're being paranoid. Well, you ain't gonna have no life if you're not observant. I mean, right. being paranoid in something is something different than being observant. I'm very observant. I know my exits when I walk into a place. I, I usually sit my my back to a wall. I'm not usually to the window or something like that. Um, so it's like you know, you just got to be observant you got to be able to take care of everything you know whatever situation you gotta it's like a fight life is you know a, a survival tactic you know you in yeah. your fight you like cormier said you got to be prepared if you take them down and they get up you got to be prepared if you can't take them down you got to be prepared for these things in life he's not paranoid during the fight he's just prepared you're not paranoid in life you're just you know observant prepared
0: by the way I just came in nick diaz got five years suspension wow marijuana 5 years five that is such years. fucking bullshit I mean that's a life sentence on him 80% of the of the that's dumb. Uh, of, of fighters oh, he paid for weed.
2: that he paid for that more than just him it, it, the 5 years came from his past not yeah, from the yeah, week but, but his yeah, attitude as as his all that other and good stuff eventing,
0: it said he's getting 5 years he was also fined 33% of his $500,000 fight purse so he's 32 not fighting until he's 36. That is such
2: bullshit. Where do you get that math from? That's 37. Uh, w- if he's 32 plus 5, that's 37. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well,
0: that's, uh, I, I guess the guy who wrote the article also should be fine for the marijuana. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that is such crap, man. Jesus. That's a long and you, got, you got guys taking steroids that are fi- fine a year. And, and this dude's smoking weed. And he's fine five years. Are you fucking kidding me? Right nowhere in America is steroids legal. There's places in everywhere America. it should be legal in the U.S. <laughs> I mean, give me a, it's legal in how many states? Right. And this dude is, right. is, there's a guy who needs weed. Have you, have you talking to Nick Diaz? Right. He's a paranoid dude. He's got like OCD. He's, I mean, I, I don't know if he's ever diagnosed with this stuff, but he seems to be a kind of guy that just does not want to be around people. He has anxiety. Yeah. A guy like that needs to smoke pot.
2: But no, not even about Nick. About you know, it's like about the cases by themselves. You can't. I mean, you can't obviously because you did it. You can't penalize this guy five years for a drug that's not illegal <laughs> in all of America, and then penalize this guy for less than uh, half the time for something that so is. Ridiculous. It's a it's backwards. It's a little bit backwards. But
0: everybody who fucking decided that should be fined fucking t- thirty years <laughs> for their jobs. <laughs> five years for smoking weed. That's ridiculous. All right. So listen, I'm gonna be in Canada uh, this. Uh, Wednesday night to Sunday night in Edmonton, Canada, at the Comic Strip in Edmonton. Come by. uh, Where are you going to be, Bubba?
2: I'm going to be in the gym, man. I'm going to be at a body shop, um, training, grinding, uh, trying to take my personal and my fighting. Separate. Nice. So I don't. I don't lose sleep over. I like it. that. Try to beat there you the go. I, I, I don't like how you're listening to a lot of these guys. <laughs> no, I get wisdom every time we get on the phone, man, or every time I, I listen, even to the guys that aren't champions that are just coming up. I take a little bit from everybody and just be like, I would use that. I would definitely not do that. I would do this. I would. Yeah. You know, no, so that's cool. I'll try to take it. That's really cool. I'm getting some, I'm getting something out of being around you, Adam. <laughs> you know, it's not just all jokes or all so, dick jokes. So, so, you know, I get something out of being around you.
0: So we're having. And I promise you guys two podcasts a week. Guess what? Another podcast. Tomorrow we have T.J. Dillashaw, the champ. Oh, word! Uh, and as well as Rachel as Jermaine Derandame who Who, uh, if you're not familiar with her, she is a badass fighter uh, who's fighting Sarah Kaufman. And there's a girl who should be with Tipa Fighter because she, uh, they call her the female Anderson Silva oh, wow. in some ways. Her, her, her Muay Thai her. is off the chain. Yeah. Uh, she has not been able to adapt wrestling-wise. It's the fights that she's lost have been wrestling. Uh, but her, her striking is insane. And she's cool. She's, uh, she's really cool. Nice. So we're going to talk to them tomorrow. Uh, I want to thank our sponsors, Kamara uh, Coffee, K-I-M-E-R-A. K-O-F-F-E-E.com become the legend use coupon code MMA Roasted uh, this is the most delicious coffee that I've ever tasted and it has nootropics which are brain vitamins as well as American Icon Autographs dot the best sports and celebrity memorabilia and events check them out okay they do have great stuff if you need autographs collectibles signings these are the guys and tip a fighter okay fighters join this join get paid more you're fighting anyway it's free money how often do you get free money? Uh, go to tipafighter.com, Find out who's things. Uh, we can, Marina is making money, and she, she's been making money in her off season. That's the thing. She's Instagramming, hey, you need this, and then people are giving her money. How cool is that? So fighters, this is a cool thing to do in Bubba. Thank you to Daniel Cormier, uh, as well as our Titan FC press conference, which I thought was probably the best one we had so far. Yeah, it was EJ hilarious. Brooks uh, was, was hilarious, as well as Jason Navelli. <laughs> Uh, Thank you, Sideshow Network, for supplying us with the... uh Great people, Andrew. You're a great producer. So uh, thanks for being there. Also, and, thanks uh, to
2: all the fans, man. I love I love our MMA Roasted Podcast. Yeah, somebody fans. bought
0: your website, right? Yeah, yeah, you.
2: yeah. That was pretty cool by that guy, you know. Because um, he, he he's obviously listening. I only own GoldBubbaJings.com. I don't own BubbaJings.com. So my man hooked me up, and he's he got that out to us. So shout out to all the fans that are listening and and just loving our podcast. You know, dude, obviously you should be giving us topics and things we should talk about because you know we're gonna do it you know yeah. we listen to the fans we yes. love the fans
0: exactly exactly. so thank you guys uh, we'll talk to you uh, I'll see you tomorrow and uh, take care Bye.
4: if you like listening to comedy try watching it on the internet the folks behind the Sideshow Network have launched a new YouTube channel called Wait For It it's got interviews with comedians like Reggie Watts Todd Glass Liza Schleichinger